Today on Gamerhead Radio, we predict that YouTube Let's Players will boycott Gamerhead Radio due to our opinions of YouTube Let's Players. Gamerhead Radio starts now. Hello and welcome to Gamerhead Radio. I am Jonathan Santiago, a.k.a. Fallon Flynn. Morbius for villains! Come on! Oh, right, right. I, I'm, uh... <laughs> I'm not prepared for my part goat. <laughs> Unprepared goat. <laughs> and I am Charlie Technotronicorn, but, uh, Worthley. Candy Mountain, Charlie! You maybe forget my last name there. <laughs> How you guys doing this week? Obviously um, not paying attention. <laughs> All derping to the max. <laughs> That's uh, pretty good. Had a very eventful Easter weekend. That's what it is. That's what it'll do. Is uh, I oh, stuffed wait. myself so much yesterday oh that I'm pretty sure that I have garlic mashed potatoes flooding my brain. Um, I've had buffalo burgers before, um, but uh, my my uncle brought. Uh, we had a cookout at my dad's, and my uncle brought like ribeye, like 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 prime rib sized buffalo steaks. Like oh straight God. up steaks, they were the most tender cuts of meat I've ever come across in my entire life. I went to go, I was I was seasoning the other ones. My dad had like ones from like Omaha steaks that they're like you know whatever. Um, uh, so I, I was seasoning those, and it was like okay, there are these steaks. I, I went to go pick up the buffalo ones, and like they were so tender, like I thought they were gonna fall apart in my hands, like just melt. See, I was, was hosting so Easter at my house. This is the first year as a family I've hosted a family event on my own, and uh, we hosted family like twenty people there. And if you had told me that, I would have just left my own, oh. my own Easter party and been over there. And like, where are you at? I ran to the store to get some shit. I'll just, I'll be right back. Two hours later, and, uh, I come home and I've got like like meat sauce all over my face. <laughs> They're like, "Where did you go?" I was like, "I told you, I went to the store. Don't ask questions." Free sample day. It's true. It's true. Wow. Uh, yeah, but they were delicious. But we, um, we lead completely different lives. I didn't realize it was Easter until about nine p.m. yesterday. <laughs> 9 p.m. yesterday. Yes. Oh. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's different. <laughs> Good job, I guess. Uh, I was like, what's with all these bunnies and people being together? Wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> togetherness and bunnies. Clearly, there can be only one. I'm like, uh, either it's rabbit season or Easter. I got a 50-50 shot on this. Wabbit season. So, Charlie, what uh, what came out this week? Uh, so on April 7th, uh, we've got Bastion coming out for the PS4, um, and then he raged a little bit. Uh, Dark Souls 2. <laughs> <laughs> you like that, huh? That's good. That's good. Um, if, you have, if, if you played the game, you understand that. Um, Dark Souls 2, Scholar of the First Sin, coming out for PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, Etrian Mystery Dungeon, coming out on the 3DS. On the 8th, we've got Blood Sports TV, coming out on Windows. And Pokemon Rumble World to 3DS. What is Pokemon Rumble World? I have no idea. I think it's just one of those little add-on games. Got it. On uh, the ninth, we've got Affordable Space Adventures coming out on the Wii U, and I am bread. Is that what that says? That is what that says. I, yep, I am I bread. Do not understand the popularity of this game. If you know what it is, I oh, don't get it. No, I'm not familiar with it at all. Yeah, you are literally. Your goal is to get from one side of the kitchen to the other and get toasted. That's how you finish <laughs> the level. And you're bread, but you you can you 
control on the PC at least it's been you control the movement of the bread with, uh-huh. with keystrokes that are popped up at the corners of the bread and it shows you which one to keep the momentum of the bread you basically float bread across the kitchen oh so it's not kitchen. like it's not like legs it's not like no you are a it's... slice of fucking bread <laughs> and and you are to be danced across the kitchen into the toaster and you get timed it's uh, and there's obstacles and things in your way and it's a kind of a physics based game i don't you see it pop up sometimes in like a Kotaku's highlight reel, and I don't understand why people are so enamored with this game. I have no interest in it personally. And that's on April 9th. <laughs> I am Brett coming out for Windows. Apparently, it's a thing. And on April 10th, Xenoblade Chronicles 3D on the Nintendo DS. Yeah, on, on the 3DS specifically. Yay for finally using all of my new 3DS. Yay. And then also, uh, last week we mentioned a couple of the games, but now uh, we do have the uh, entire list of uh, April's PlayStation Plus uh, freebies. Um, So on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 3, you've got Tower of Guns, free for Plus members. Uh, Never Alone is going to be free on the PS4. Dishonored is going to be free on the PlayStation 3. Um, Aru's Awakening is going to be free on the PS3, PS4. Um, I'm intrigued by the screenshots of this game. This looks really pretty. This looks like Oni in the Blind Forest pretty to me. Really? Yeah. So um, I'm going to have to look into it. It's, um, it's It's a little less... Uh, it looks like a little, like, when I say darker, I mean, like, evil, not, like, darker as in, like, color palette-wise, because, you know, Ori's pretty dark palette-wise, but um, this looks, I don't know, it looks, uh, looks it looks good. Let's just hope um, it doesn't, <laughs> let's just hope it doesn't screw up saves, because that'd be nice. Um, Kills on Mercenary, uh, free on the PS Vita, and Monster Bag, on also free on the PS Vita. So those are your free PlayStation Plus games for April 2015. So, John, what did you play for the start of Wabbit Season? <laughs> for for Wabbit Season, uh, I played, uh, like, the vast majority of what I played this week was Grand Theft Auto Online. You know, um, I keep delving further and further down the rabbit hole. See, I even tied it into Easter. <laughs> um, and, and I dragged the barnyard animal goat in with me yes, uh, yes, this week. <laughs> We tried to get Charlie on board, but but uh, his his Xbox it was, it was te- technical difficulties. You know, it's it, this is one of the this is the downside of being a geek is it like 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 because I've got like all the security and stuff set up on my router just because like I'm I'm not paranoid about a lot of stuff, but I'm paranoid <laughs> about some things, and so like just this I'm sure it's I'm sure it's my fault. I'm sure it's the settings that I have on my router are giving me problems. So because you guys were connected fine, so I'm sure it was me. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I just have to go figure out what I did and undo it. Yeah. Well, that's, I played mostly Grand Theft Auto Online, um, and then there was, uh, because we're at the beginning of the month and Games of Gold had so many new uh, free things for everybody to play, I'm sure that the three of us probably played a lot of the same stuff this week. Um, I did play the uh, Forza Horizon uh, 2 um, free standalone add-on for um, the Fast and the Furious, which I, uh, I haven't played a Forza game in years. I like racing games. I don't keep up with them the way GOAT does. I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Yeah beautiful game you know very slick uh handled well um i enjoyed it you know enough that when the free trial is over i may pick it up um i did play the free trial for the crew uh oddly enough did not manage to connect with goat at all uh for the crew um <clears throat> i like a lot of things about it i'm overall i'm not terribly impressed with it uh the driving itself especially after playing forza or even, I'll say it, even after playing the racing stuff in Grand Theft Auto, the, the driving does not feel tight to me in the crew. I like a lot of the ideas in it, though, um, particularly just racing into an event and having it start when you're doing the smaller um, sort of like, uh, you know, weave between checkpoints. And, oh, the challenges. Yeah, the little challenges. Yeah. I like that there's no, like, cutscene or it just winds up. And you drive into it, you keep going, and it tells you what you got to do, and it starts. And then you can restart it if you weren't happy yep. with the metal you got. I like that a lot. 
Um, I do like the online aspect of it, the social aspect of it, but I will say that like eight out of every 10 race I tried to get people to join co-op, they just denied it. And I ended up playing it single player because people would just decline the request. And were you requesting friends or strangers or both? Well, when you go into, when you pull up to an actual race, you do have to stop and then you can start the race and then it, it gives you the option to play it co-op. It gives, if the option is available, it gives you the option to play it single player on your own. And I always opted to invite. If you do it co-op, then it sends out invitations to the other players and they can decline it or accept it depending on, you know, what they're doing. Almost everybody declined it in almost every instance. I think I did it tried like 10 times and I only got two people that ever took me up on it. So that was kind of disappointing. Having friends to play it with, I'm sure would be great. And I'm not uninterested in buying it, just not right now. Um, not at $60. I don't feel like it's $60 worth of game, which is ironic because it's huge. The map is massive, but what you do in the game didn't keep my interest for that long. I kept going back to Forza or then just going back to Grand Theft Auto and doing races and that. Um, what else did I play? I downloaded the, the pool game that came with Games of Gold for the month. Didn't play it. It's sitting on hard drive. I'm sure I'll play that a little bit this coming week. And, uh... I think that was it. I didn't, I just, I can't believe I had time to do that. I did play Killer Instinct for a little while and that was it. You know, that, that was, that was it for me this week. Nothing too crazy. Are you excited about Mortal Kombat? So excited. <laughs> I, I'm just counting down the minutes, man. That's one of the few games in recent times I've pre-ordered because I did go to Best Buy and sign up for their, uh, their players club membership. Oh, I'm so excited. Yep. I got that, that, uh, coupon introductory coupon where you get money off on top of your 20% and I'm yep. saving that for Mortal Kombat. Nice. Um, yeah, that that's mm, yeah, Mortal Kombat. Excellent. What'd you guys play? Goat. Uh, that's about the same here. Uh, so <laughs> went on a freeathon. <laughs> uh, I mean, to no one, I mean, zero listener surprise. Um, I blasted through Forza Horizon Two, Fast and the Furious. Not just once. Uh, yeah, I actually double dipped it. <laughs> so I got a thousand and 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 destroyed the first one on the uh, the one. And then I realized that it also came out on 360, so I went back through Did it. Did you really? Oh, my God. <laughs> also, it, it's good enough to play. I, I just have a really hard time doing the the, the, the strings, like the, what do you call them? The Skill chains. The Skill chains. Yes. Our leaderboard, um, not the tout, but the tout, is, uh. is, is horribly askew. <laughs> yeah, no. Whatever do you mean? <laughs> so, and I'm, I'm proud of Charlie, because we all know Charlie's not, not a racer, and with the Forza Physics... He's an okay suburban driver, but he's <laughs> it, when you got an iPad, a projector, three, three cats, um, four, four cats, all in the car at the same time, and you're driving. <laughs> he's kind of distracted the female. So <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's so then fair. you put him in a sports car with real physics, and I can only imagine the hilarity and carnage that had happened to those poor people standing on the side of the road. Kind of like <laughs> watching you fly a jet in Grand Theft Auto Online. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> we all have our shortcomings. <laughs> Just trying so, to bring some proud. balance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, but I was proud because he put up a fifty-nine thousand skill chain, which a skill chain in Forza is like you know you drift and you gotta and you you know you jump stuff and you I gotta saw get all the stuff. That. You gotta get all stuff. You know, it's just continuing to do awesome shit in your car. Meanwhile, I'm Chaining timing out at six thousand point skill chains, <laughs> and I saw yours pop up as a comparison to mine, and I was like, "The fuck am I doing wrong?" <laughs> I'm, I'm almost certain that that happened in a field, and it was all trees. It was all landscaping. <laughs> <laughs> so. Which I don't understand why you get points for hitting trees, but okay, whatever. Because you're not going to. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I, I had an incident. I got a, a clip up that. I, <laughs> yeah, there's like seven straight miles of no trees in this area. Of course, <laughs> now for me, 
hitting a tee in the road at 200 miles an hour, but that, that's a whole other thing. So in comparison, though, Charlie's John's got six thousand. I think you actually have like eighteen thousand. To be yeah, fair, yeah, yeah. Charlie's got sixty thousand. Got roughly all right. And then the the obviously veteran here, I have one hundred thirty six thousand. Oh, damn, man. Yeah, I tried to do some of those challenges. Not not to not to cut you away from your segment just while it's relevant. Um, mm-hmm. I tried to do some of the challenges. Um, the um, the uh, what do they call it? The um, the bucket list challenges. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Um, where you have to do skill chain stuff, but in, in like open areas, like in the, like the shipping yard yeah. and like other the ones. Golf and I, yeah. yeah, the golf course. I, I couldn't get scores. I have no idea how to do That's that. That's where I kept making the mistakes was during the bucket list challenges. Mm. They were hard, man. Some yeah. of them were tough. It's because yeah. I, I can, I can, I found that I was getting pretty decent skill chains. Like as long as I have other drivers to like, like get really close to and cut off and do like the, 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 the daredevil, the threading, the needle, the scraping, the paint. And like those challenges where all you have to do is like when you pass somebody, just get close to them. Like that, that I found that I was doing okay. Like as long as I was in a car that I could control. Yeah. Um, but, um, but I'll digress and like get book, go back to seven and apparently make fun of me for something. No, this is amazing. It's like, so you give me open area. I'm not good. I drive like a dickhead in Chicago. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I cut this guy off. I flipped him off. I reported him on my iPad. 3,000 skill points. <laughs> Wait, you can do that? <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I did that. I whipped through it twice. And we, we called it a day. Uh, very different. Um, actually, there. so in my findings, and, and I still get the eye roll from these two of the ridiculousness that I went through it twice. Um, actually, it's very different on both sides. Really? Um, there's different challenges for oh. the different cars on the 360 side compared to the one side. There, there are like very noticeable differences. Is the map the same? Or yes. It, really? Yeah. That's but there's possibly there's, incentive for people to buy it on both platforms, maybe. Yeah. And then the, types? well, oh. that and there's little thing, little little nuances like um, in, in the one version, the bucket list cars are there. Like you pull up to the actual car. In mm-hmm. the 360 version, it's just the icon. <laughs> uh, weird. Yeah. Huh. So it, it was pretty interesting to play both sides of it. But yeah, I destroyed four as I got 1,970 gamer score in six hours. We're moving on. Wow. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, did Child of Light? It's an amazing game. Did if you, you have it, uh, get into that. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so if you haven't picked it up, you're doing it wrong. Get on it now. You should be downloading it now. I don't care where you are. Um, got to a uh, what I've deemed a Mario temple. And Charlie, being one who's finished it, knows what I'm talking about. It's a temple. A little spoiler here that you have to go through. And it has a certain um, uh, like directional. You have to go through like sequence of doors. To, or it kicks you back out to the front door. <laughs> it's like, you know, there, there's been a couple like Koopa castles like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm stuck there. We walked away before I had to buy a new controller. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did try Pool Nation. Um, if you like pool games, get it now because it's not worth anything. <laughs> it's a great free game. That's but the it, most ringing endorsement of a pool game I've ever heard, and I'm not kidding. But not the 15, or was it 15, 15 or 19? 15 bucks. Don't do it. Get not, it free. Not, yeah. It's great. It's, it's, it's a, it looks pretty. It's a phone app that just happens to be on your Xbox. It's cute. It's fun. Don't buy it. Huh. Okay. <laughs> um, I tried Terraria. Also, do not buy this side-scrolling pile of crap that they <laughs> called Minecraft. Take Contra and Dig Dug and put it in a game. No. There, there. It is. I could see why the people it's compare because I forgot I did play that a horrible. little bit too, and I horrible. did play Gears of War Judgment for like five minutes. Horrible. You also forgot that you played D and D Neverwinter, which I did. Oh yeah, shit! <laughs> I did forget about that. <laughs> yes, I free God damn! Um, there was so much gaming this week. <laughs> It was awesome. It's D&D. It's an MMO. Um, it's apparently on PC first. They dumped it down to Xbox 
for free. No, I'm familiar with an old game called Neverwinter Nights. This is mm. not that, right? No, no it's, this is D&D. It's Neverwinter. It's just called Neverwinter. Well, okay. Dungeons it's made by and, Cryptic. Yeah. It's Dungeons okay. & Dragons Neverwinter. Yeah. You're in the Dungeons yeah, & yeah, Dragons yeah, world. Yeah, exactly. It's a, a straight-up PC MMO okay. that they dumped on the Xbox Live, mm-hmm. and they did a really good job for taking an entire keyboard. Because I played the original PC yeah. version of it, and they okay. did like directly port this game yeah. from the uh, PC. Oh, cool. Okay. And they shoved an entire keyboard onto a, a controller, and they did a phenomenal they job. They did a really good job. You know, it wouldn't surprise me, just, um, I don't know if you guys thought to try this or not, but mm-hmm. it wouldn't surprise me if you could plug in a USB keyboard to, Probably, the, yeah, six, to the Xbox One and use that. Um, uh, that would help me with my chat window. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you have on your phone, you can put Smart Glass on there. Oh, yeah. Pretty much anything that uses... Phone or tablet or Windows 8 computer. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So that was fun. Uh, that's going to suck me in. If you follow me on social media, I put the, the screen up there and said no one heard from me again because <laughs> it's Dungeons and & Dragons and my EverQuest vein opened good. wide open again. And I'm like, damn it. And it is the sort of thing that all three of us could play. The only problem mm-hmm. is being an MMO is a time sink for you. Yes. For Charlie. Yeah, I, uh, yeah that's not going to happen. Yes. <laughs> so, and then the, there, there are some games where I would have, I, I, I would I would honestly say like, I'm interested in this and we'll try. Mm-hmm. I'm not interested in this. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. You Just, don't strike me as an MMO type. No. No, this will be a, this will be me and John thing. Yeah. Mm. You guys have fun. Report back. Yes. But to, uh, to, to run it back, we did, uh, me and John did play GTA Online, as he said. Um, and to follow up on John's little uh, comment there, <laughs> I'm great on land. We have figured it out. I am awesome on land. Mm-hmm. You give me a y-axis and it's over. I have not heard John laugh that long <laughs> and loud. Hilarious. Watching <laughs> wa- watching me, and I use the word "fly" in quotations very loosely. This jet, it was, it was by far. N- not even close to correct. It was one of the fighter jets. So it was crazy fast. Mm-hmm. And uh, what did we? It was a six-person flight race, wasn't yes. it? Yes. And um, you just fly through a series of checkpoints. You know, some of them are tricky. At one point, they have you doing a full, um, you know, like loop, mm-hmm. and it's tricky to not like bank or turn the wrong way and lose the next checkpoint in the bank. You have to really keep a sense of spatial awareness. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't have it. I finished the first place in that race, and go to. I think you finished third, didn't you? At a or fourth out of sixth? Yeah, something like that. So, but when you finish a race, you can spectate what other people are doing, and I just watched go repeatedly crash his plane into everything. <laughs> it was so entertaining, and and his like slightly frustrated but almost mumbly commentary on his failures was just as entertaining as watching him wreck. He was just like, well, well. I the telephone pole there. <laughs> oh, well, shit. Well, that's oh, okay. You know, it was it was entertaining. At one nice. point, at one point, I went to make a turn, just a standard left turn, and I ended up upside down, weaving through buildings. He did to he did. um find a building. He found a building. <laughs> but I mean, we could. I took out a light pole. That's how close to the ground I was. Nice, nice. We played. I think in the last two days, we've played a collective total of maybe almost five hours yeah. of Grand Theft Auto Online. It's easy to get sucked into because it's so entertaining. Yeah. The first night we did, like, I kind of ran him through the basics of how the online mode is set up, and then we tried a little bit of everything. I mean, we mm-hmm. let's let's do the short version because we could probably yeah. do an entire feature on how what we did in Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Uh, we, we raced cars, various different types of races. We did uh, flight races. We did boat races. We raced jet skis. We played tennis. Yes. We did not do uh, We haven't got to the golf course yet. yet. Haven't okay. got to the golf course or the firing range or arm wrestling yet. No, no. Um, <laughs> or darts. We had to get or darts. darts. Um, we went into the free mode where we got into the biggest insane adventure I've ever seen in my life. Um, it, it, we chased this guy for like two and a half hours. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. He killed Goat and I because in the free mode... He picked me! You can just rampage. Nowhere. 
But what he was doing was the most rat bastard thing I've ever seen in my life. He had a car that was kind of armored, and okay. you couldn't really shoot it. And the slivers to shoot him inside the windshield are like little slits. Oh, wow. Okay. Like Mad Max slits. It's okay. so hard to, to get through them. But what he was doing to, to cause such havoc was the worst part. He would drive up to, beside, or past you quickly and throw C4 out the window and detonate it. And just blow you to smithereens wow. driving by. He wouldn't even fire a gun. He would just <laughs> blow you to pieces. He started chasing Goat. Just like as soon as Goat would spawn, he would turn the car around and start chasing Goat. And Goat would run away from him. Do you by any chance happen to remember this player's name? I'm sure we could probably look back. Because I think, I, think I recorded some video of us battling him. Tricky 87 sounds yeah, right. Yeah, it, okay. it was rough. I, I, would, I would just love to know if he's a, if he's a fan. That'd be, that, that would be the icing on this, the cake of this story. Oh, it would be the best. <laughs> yeah, because I'm if gonna, he's I'm a fan, he that. would see Sir Goatsworth, and I'm a marked man at that point. Right. Yeah, yep. it's true. But what happened was... Because, I, I mean, really, if I don't truncate this, it could go on for a while. <laughs> um, he kept killing Goat. I made my way over there. He blew my car up, so I had to run on foot almost to go get him, and then I got a, stole the car. He kept blowing us up, and there was one instance where I was on an overpass at the airport, and he's on the ground below me, and he's stuck in the fence, and I'm shooting and chipping away at his health a little bit, and he's... I see his arm out the window just throwing C4 up at me, trying to <laughs> blow me up. And he blew up the car. He blew up my car. I got out. He kills me. And I get tired of dying. This is like the fifth or sixth time he's killed each of us. And this is about 30 minutes into this battle. So what did I do? I put a bounty on his head of $10,000. So any player oh. on the server, he becomes marked on the mini-map with like a red skull and crossbones. <laughs> For ten so grand, any, And it, it announces to everyone on the server, Fallon Flynn has placed a bounty of $10,000 on so-and-so. Whoever kills him gets that ten grand. Right. So it becomes everybody's a feeding in, frenzy. Yeah, everybody's involved now. <laughs> everybody's chasing him. And we were gonna I was gonna leave it at that. And then I looked I just I said to go, we need I wanna try and kill him and keep my money though. You know, but all these other players okay. are gonna start distracting him. So we get in the car and we're rolling deuces down the street to get this dude. <laughs> and we go we go to try and kill him, and I see him moving around the minimap, and we get on the train tracks and start driving. The, the crazy bastard figured out that it would be hard for people to catch him in their cars if he just stood on one of the train cars, but like one of the recessed train cars, and he just stood there waiting for people to come up, and he would just shoot him from the train car. Because He the train killed us. He, he, the car, the train hits my car. Goat and I jump out. Well, the train was moving. Yeah, the train was moving. moving. Oh, He's okay. riding the, yeah. the line. Oh, okay. It's like, like an NPC train. <laughs> yeah, it's an NPC train, so it's He's constantly riding. moving. Oh, God. I see that we're about to get crushed. Goat and I both jump out of our respective sides of the car. The car gets crushed. I stand up in enough time to see him passing about, uh, in real life, it would be about four feet from me as the train's passing, and he just blows me away with a shotgun <laughs> and keeps going. I'm so pissed, but I'm cracking up. We were cackling. So I say, let's go to the airport and get a helicopter, fly it to the airbase, hijack a, a fighter jet, and we'll blow him off the tracks. Sure. Apparently, somebody else on the server had the same idea because we got halfway there and met a, uh, a jet in the air that blew us out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> and then as, as we're about to try and get into the Air Force base to steal a jet, we see that that guy with the jet did exactly what we were planning and blew him off the rail line. And then so I put a bounty on his head for blowing <laughs> us out of the sky. And then he crashed the jet before I could do anything about it. Oh, my God. That's um, th this took about two hours of scheming and planning and doing and hilarity. It was just hilarious. So so in the game, is, is there a mechanic? So when somebody gets a bounty placed on them, is there anything they can do to get rid of that bounty? No. Okay. Um, if they die... They spawn with it back on. If they log out, it's persistent. When they log back in, that bounty will stand. Wait, so if they die not by being killed by somebody, you mean? 
No, it doesn't matter if you die or log out. That bounty stays until somebody, until another player kills. You you. Kill, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they if have you, to be killed you, by another yeah. player. If you blow your uh, brains out or blow up your car or something like that, <laughs> no. excuse me. But so if you place a bounty on somebody and then you kill that somebody, does the, is the bounty still there? Does he have to be killed by somebody other than no, you? No. If I kill him, then I get my money back and okay. he's just dead. If they kill okay. him, but if another die. player kills him, they get the ten grand. Easy. And awesome. you get to give you an idea of why that's worth something. The average like decent like multiplayer match. Wields between usually between like six and twelve thousand dollars, you know. Okay. So it's like doing a multiplayer's match worth of money making just for cl- killing somebody. Okay. If you can kill him, you can get right. a decent car for ten grand. Okay. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. just finding a dude blowing his head off and going to get yeah. a car. And so it's very entertaining, and that's just like the wildness of the free mode. Wow. But but that was yeah. one adventure we had. We raced <laughs> monster was, trucks. I mean everything. <laughs> that was that was no quest. That quest. Unfolded was it, was it itself. That was self-imposed. An yeah. entirely natural, organic <laughs> experience on Grand Theft Auto Online. It is wow. hilarious. It's I'm, funny as yeah. Well. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to fix my issues. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that I'm really upset. I missed out on that. Yeah, it's okay. There's and we can run three, four deep. Like I got into a yep. jeep at one point. <laughs> Apparently, you can get in. I, I get it. Like, so we get the military base, and and John, being the great smooth fella he is, uh-huh. <laughs> steals a military jeep from a military base. There might may, may be a little pissed that they want it back. Yeah. Oh, so it was, we're under it was fire. I'm running around trying to find him. He literally rolls up in this Jeep, and I'm like, you stole a Jeep. He's like, get in. I hop in. <laughs> get in. They're right behind yeah. me. And we spilled like, out, man. There's like, yeah, there's like bullets <laughs> flying past my head. I hop in the Jeep, and then I realize I'm in the back seat. Yeah, he's staring at the back seat because he's in first person. He's staring at the back seat of the... The driver Why side. Why were you guys not broadcasting this? <laughs> I, you know, so it, it, I, I think I think it needs to become a prerequisite think, that yeah. if we're if we're playing GTA Online, we need to. Yeah, be we're playing any kind of, If we are okay, this, this is this is a pact we are making right now. Yeah. This is a gentleman's pact. Mm-hmm. If there is any multiplayer in any mm-hmm. game happening amongst the three of us, we have to broadcast it. Okay, right? I think that's because. Great. The number of stories that we've had that we've been like, oh, why didn't we broadcast that? It just keeps on happening. We have to, we have to yeah. get that in the bud. Oh yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah. It's yeah. and it's perfect. Like especially a game where things happen in Grand Theft Auto Online that you had no intention of pursuing, mm-hmm. but it happens. Sure. It just happens. I got into a sniper battle with somebody that lasted five minutes until he finally shot me in the head. <laughs> you know, but it was ducking and weaving and hiding well, behind buildings wow. and like today I was talking to to, to John mm-hmm. and. Uh, I'm like out of nowhere. You just hear you just hear me go, Wait, what the fuck? So I, I wanted to get a bike. So I pull up. Mind my business. Sure. Get out of my car. I'll get this bike. I don't know where some dude rear ends me yeah. and the bike, gets out, and I put five shots into his chest. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just, it can go either way. <laughs> and then the cops are on me and I'm like, Well, no bike for me, get back in my car and leave. <laughs> and one one of the races we did too is like uh it's called uh Grand Theft Auto, like mode, basically, not right. just a regular like checkpoint race or point to point race or lap race. Okay, this race had like Mario Kart style power ups that you drive over and you can Seriously? fire rockets at people or you oh can like. God. So I mean, they just put there's so much variety in it, and I mean, there's you haven't quite played an online multiplayer race until it's a bicycle race with guns. <laughs> It is as funny yeah. as it sounds. <laughs> yeah. It is ridiculous. No, we did a parachute uh, race where everybody has to like dive through the checkpoints and race through parachute points. And then at one point you have to cut your chute and fall farther to the next checkpoint and then open a reserve. Goat had a hard time chitting the checkpoints. So he just uh, he jumped out of the plane and fell flat straight to his death. <laughs> And he was just like, oh, I can't hit these checkpoints. And what did you do? He's like, I just, uh, I, I just bounced off the ground. <laughs> it, was, 
There's just so much variety in this. Are, are these all things that are these things people just come up with to do, or are these actual game modes? These, these are, are actual, actual game, game modes. modes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. You, if there is if there is a type of game that you play in the single player mode, like mm-hmm. a type of event that you do, you can do all of that stuff online. Yeah. Okay. All of it. Noted. With other people, and they we even discovered that there are. Um, Non Rockstar made multiplayer maps. You can oh. create and edit maps and upload yeah. them for use for public use. Crazy. Yeah, one of them was ridiculous and insane. You built a ramp that uh, was like twenty sheets of metal connected that goes straight into the sky and over the ocean. It was just insane. This hmm. jump. Interesting. Yeah. Go. Did you play anything else? No, that's it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you play, Charlie? Uh, well, not as much as you guys. Um, so, so. <sighs> Yeah, I'm I'm actually jealous of the the gaming week you guys have had because mine was nowhere near as interesting primarily because of um a gigantic bucket of fail I had with Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Uh-oh. Um so Gamefly sent me a nice little email and said restart your membership for a dollar and I'm like, oh, "Okay, there's like three or four games I'm n- kind of want to check out." Uh, but I'm never going to buy. So sure, I'll see if I can blow through them in a month for a buck. Why not? Um, so um, I got uh, my copy of uh, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare in the mail for my Xbox One. And I put it in and I installed it. It's like a 45 gig game. So like in like half an hour later, it was, it was finally ready to play. <laughs> um, started the game up and the intro cinematic where it's just simply showing the logos of the, of the company that worked on the game started to skip. And I was like, huh, okay. So um, got into it and the um, the um, the attract reel, you know, that that runs uh, when you're sitting on the pause screen and then it goes to like a movie that plays. Yeah, um, that was free. so so uh, went through that and the same thing was happening. And finally got into the gameplay to where I'm actually in game, you know, and this is at this point we're playing off a game that's installed to my hard drive. And it was still doing the same thing. And so so what was happening was, is that I would say probably consistently about every two to three minutes the entire game would just hang for about 10 seconds and it i i I, the 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 first thing it made me think of is like dirty disc like fingerprint on the disc it's a rental so i mean like that's the first thing that popped in my head popped out no the disc was pristine it was perfect so um i popped it back in just to see if maybe it was worth thing i completely restarted my xbox uh no same thing it was just it was it was completely unplayable uh, I popped online and I googled as as you do, and um, I found some, found like a smattering of people like complaining about like freezes and things like that. But it was like the game would freeze and like quit out, you know, like it was it was like crash or whatever, yeah, just yeah. like your normal crashes, like nothing nothing like I couldn't find anybody uh, claiming to experience what I was experiencing. But with the um with the uh, with the, with the other people where the game would just like crash consistently, um. Uh, the Activision's recommend, recommendation to them was uninstall and reinstall the game. Maybe something sure. happened to the data or something like that. So I did that. And while I was waiting for the game to reinstall, I'm, I'm sitting on my couch. I'm just like, okay, I, I want to play a game and this is going to take an hour. So uh, what, uh, what am I going to do in the meantime? I don't want to, I can't change the disc because it's installing sure. off the disc. So what's this Forza thing? And so that's how I started playing Forza. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so just to, just to talk about that, um, it's, um, yeah, it's, John, I think I'm kind of on the same page with Forza as you were with the crew. It's, um, it's, it's, it's interesting enough, like it was entertaining enough, but it, for me, and it's, it's, there, there's not enough there to justify like a $60 purchase. Exactly. It's cause like, it's, what do you do? It's, it's, what, it's, what do you do in the game? You race and then you race some more and then you race some more and then you race some more. And I, and even with a little bit of plot that they, that, that, that might be in the full, I don't like, okay. So in the, the fast, okay, so just real quick, just in case anybody has completely missed the boat on this, um, 
this this expansion pack, this is a standalone, meaning you don't have to own or have installed or anything Forza Horizon Two. Um, it's a it's it, but they're still calling it a standalone expansion pack or add on or whatever. Um, it's uh, based around Fast and the Furious, um, and apparently the the cars that you're stealing in the game are the same ones that you have to steal in the movie. I guess it's tied into that uh, to that extent, mm-hmm. but um, the uh, you know it's 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 like a mini Forza. You know it's um you know it's like probably what would you say like. 15 20% of the content of the full game Something if that like yeah that. if that okay um and currently i believe for a couple more days as of the recording of this podcast today on april 6th i think through the 8th or the 10th i think 10th. it's still through the 10th is available for free mm-hmm. and then after that it'll be 10 bucks yeah. um but uh once you get it it's like it's like a full little mini game and um you know it's uh i've never played a forza game before um i've uh i've touched racing games a couple times in the past um you know long time listeners will know that's just not my cup of tea but um yeah i enjoyed it um it's uh like john said it's pretty um the um i definitely um did i definitely have preferences on the cars some of them like like all the muscle cars it's like the wheels are made of butter like you can't you, you can't <laughs> corner those things for anything no no um i definitely like the little like the little nissan cars and uh, you know the little uh you know the little imports um, but, um, but yeah, so that was fun. It was, uh, it was a decent distraction. Uh, went back to call of duty after that was uninstalling and nothing was better. It, really? um, it still was doing the, like completely and totally unplayable. I actually, now I'm remembering, I actually, um, did a, uh, an Xbox record that of it just to record the freezing that I mean, that I've been meaning to post just as, just to see, just to show people. So Strange. I'll get, I'll get that up this week. I own that game. So I, I'm curious next week I'll bring my disc over and okay. let you borrow it to see if maybe it's something that's. Just that disc, maybe that disc is could shot, be, yeah, you know? it could be. Well, that and it might be, uh, <clears throat> it might be tied into your uh, your online problem. Um, but even when I'm playing just single player, even just the movies, I don't think so. the o- The only thing that I could, the only other thing I could think of that would make it be my fault, so, you know, quote unquote, is the fact that I'm in the uh, the, the beta program, you know, for the for the Xbox One mm. the operating systems. Mm. Maybe just in the version of the OS that I have right now, maybe there's a bug yeah. or something like that. So, um, but yeah, no, John, I'll take you up on that. I'll try your copy just to see. That if it makes one thing I can say about that game, whether you like Call of Duty or not, that game was fairly bug-free for me okay. and played very well and was like, I had no problems with it. Okay, you know all right. I mean? So I'll bring my copy. Cool, sounds good. Now I'll uh, send gameplay back there because it's uh, not doing me any good. <laughs> um, and then let's see. So, and then I played um, some regular Grand Theft Auto V, um, just a story mode because I missed out on the multiplayer. Um, I'm just after meeting um, Crazy Hillbilly, what's his name? Um, Trevor. Uh, Trevor, yes. <laughs> Man, the, the introduction of that guy, I mean like... batshit crazy. yeah. Um, so spoiler alert, um, just because I want to talk about this with you guys, because I, I, I go, I believe you've gotten this far because yeah. you ran into him. And John, you played through I've the story, completed right? the game. Okay, yeah. excellent. So um, spoiler, if you haven't played um, uh, through this far of meeting um, meeting uh, Trevor this far in Grand Theft Auto Five, skip ahead like probably like, like two minutes or so. Um, so the way you're introduced to him is that um, you know he encounters um, one of the guys from the um, one of the expansion packs for um, Grand Theft Auto Four. Mm-hmm. Um, from the uh, the Lost Motorcycle Club, I can't remember the guy's name right now. Yeah, but um, so so Johnny, I think is his name. Johnny, yep, yeah. that's it. Um, and the the introduction is basically the fir- the first time you re see this guy after the prologue is that he's um like he's like screwing Johnny's girlfriend like over the kitchen counter, and then like walks outside, and then they start to talk, and then, like just to really show you how insane this guy is like Johnny like says like stop screwing my girlfriend and like 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 he gets I don't think he gets as mad as I think he should have been personally <laughs> yeah um but um long story short um Tr- Trevor takes so much offense to uh to Johnny 
objecting to what he was doing that he literally stomps his skull in. Yeah, he, he kills <laughs> yeah. that character. Kills that guy. From the expansion. Yeah, which, I mean, good touch, Rockstar. Really drive it the point awesome, home. It was awesome, but I, I, that was a, an, like, an oh shit moment for yeah, me. Yeah, it was... I mean, it was very well. It was the story was told told very well, but my jaw was in my lap. I'm just like, I can't believe that just happened. Yeah. So, um, but um, no, I'm loving the story. Like the, the storytelling in the game, it's it's the best Grand Theft Auto to date for me. Oh, easily. Um, yeah. Um, I also cannot fight planes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> love it. I don't know. I don't have a problem with it. I the, love doing it. You know, I th- and I grew up playing flight sims too, yeah. and so I I I think my problem is that I'm used to. Um, it's been it's been a while, but I feel like I think I feel like my problem is that my pitch and my role I'm not used to being on the same stick. Oh, is that what it is? I, I think I'm, I think I'm used to having like like them on like different hands. Like I'm, when I was because you know, the mo- majority of flight sims I played like X Wing and Tie Fighter and yeah. you know that kind of stuff. Wing Commander was all on PC, yeah, so yeah. I feel like it was um, you know my. Um, my my pitch and my um not yaw. my roll but yeah my pitch and my yaw were on um with the mouse and then I think my roll was on my left hand with the keyboard mm-hmm. so the controls to me are just messing with my head um you know when when you very first start that very first mission flying the prop plane after you meet him um when you're doing that that, that very first drug run yeah um and you've got the 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 um the one guy on the wing and you're still like dual barrel get him off the plane like I went straight into the ground <laughs> like. <laughs> Like so, yeah. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to spend a little bit of time with it. or look at the controls, see if I can change the controls around. To, it it to once. I had a hard time with it at first too. Once you get, once you just remember that you roll with the you know left yeah. thumbstick to the left and right, it gets easier as you go. Yeah. Um, but it took me a minute too. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then th- that honestly was about it for me. Um, I'm still needing to get back and finish Game of Thrones. I still need to get back and uh, finish the mo- the most recent chapter of Borderlands. Um. Uh, oh, I, and um, I've at this point because you know uh, Michelle loves watching me play Grand Theft Auto. At this point, I think I have, uh, I I, th- I think I can officially say that I've shelved Black Flag at this point until I'm through Grand Theft Auto because <laughs> she loves amazing. she loves watching that game so much. And so <laughs> wait ever, until you're playing it online with us. Oh, it's going to be hilarity. All right, so uh, that's about it for me. Um, so before we move on to the news, um, I just want to mention uh, Gamerhead Radio has a big announcement on uh, Sunday, April 12th from 3 to 4 p.m. We are going to be recording live at the Midwest Gaming Classic, um, which is a um, as a retro um, arcade and pinball th- uh, themed con uh, up in um, up in the area of uh, Milwaukee, specifically at the Sheraton Milwaukee Brookfield Hotel in Brookfield, Wisconsin. Um, their description of themselves is the Midwest Gaming Classic features home video game consoles, uh, both retro and modern pinball machines, arcade video games, computers, tabletop top gaming crane games collectible card games and air hockey and more so it's, it's really an anything goes gaming convention um so we're going to be there uh like i said on sunday uh from three to four um uh, tickets for only that day are only 15 bucks um, the con runs from 10 a.m to 5 p.m and um so yeah there's uh, there's a ton of stuff you can do um on uh, on uh, on that weekend up there so if any if any listeners are anywhere near the milwaukee area for you know it's only about a two-hour drive from chicagoland here give or take um definitely come up and um hang out with us it uh, should promise to be a pretty good time Cool. So now that you know we did this last week, let's see what the industry did this last week. Coming in at number five, big YouTuber says he won't cover Nintendo anymore. Um, this is uh, this is a YouTube person, uh, Angry Joe Vargas. He's got two million people subscribed to his channel currently. So this is not a little guy. This is somebody who's got uh, a lot of clout in terms of followers. Uh, the, the reason he's decided to do this is because he did a Let's Play video of Mario Party 10 recently, 
And uh, it was struck by one of the infamous YouTube copyright claims uh, that Nintendo put out. Uh, he, he did screenshot a copy of what was sent to him, and it says, uh, quote, Your video may include clips that are owned by a third party. To watch the match clips, please play the video on the right, and they supply him with a video link to check it out, and the video will play from the point where the matched content was identified. Your video is available and playable. Um, so basically what they did was they, they struck his video entirely. And you hear a lot about YouTube people who get the, either the audio struck from their videos and you can play the video, but the music in it is copyrighted or what have you. Or if the actual content being displayed, then that gets flagged and pulled down. This, uh, this fella says that he's not going to be doing any more Nintendo videos, period. He even put up a tweet about it, uh, saying, I hope at Nintendo America enjoys the free ad revenue and coverage I generated for him. It will be my last Nintendo video. Uh, this came up as this is this is becoming kind of a common thing for a lot of people who generate content on YouTube because they feel as though they are sort of freely giving exactly what he said exposure to games that come out and for a big company like Nintendo probably doesn't make a huge difference for smaller companies if it you know whatever video is being uh, displayed generates steam for that company it's good for them so there's a there are two sides to the coin of this argument either uh, YouTube people shouldn't be so blustery about, you know, displaying something that they don't own and are still getting ad revenue for something they don't own. And then there's the other side of it, which is these big companies shouldn't be so hard on people who are giving them free, you know, ad space and and time on the air, essentially. So it's, there's a little bit of a dichotomy between which, who's right, you know, and where the the slippery slope starts and, and ends. It it seems like a lot of times you run into these situations. Um, the uh, the My Little Pony community uh, has to deal with this mm-hmm. stuff a lot with a lot of the um, a lot of the stuff that they create. Um, and uh, a lot of times, what what you find out is that it's a it's often is a situation of the left hand not knowing what the right hand's doing. Yeah. Um, a lot of times, it's just the legal department, like some you know, like you know, some intern at like the legal department who's like just sits there and like searches YouTube for like stuff to like throw throw cease and desist, uh, cease and desist at. Um, they just go after stuff and they don't even like realize what they're doing. Yeah. Um, there's um. Uh, you know, uh, you know, there's. Uh, it's entirely possible. I mean, like, I don't know. Has Nintendo responded to this uh, situation at all? As no, far as you're aware? no, they don't seem terribly it's, bothered um, by it. Yeah, it's entirely possible. I mean, like, it's. It, it is entirely possible that um, that Nintendo Prime, you know, like Nintendo Core, like the people yeah, yeah. who would actually like weigh in on a decision like this, have no idea that this is happening. Um, you know, just uh, you know, their legal department or the firm that they that they uh, that 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 they work with, it might just be them going after them. So um, that uh, that happens a lot. It seems like. No, it, it does, and it's becoming more commonplace. You know, you hear about it a lot. I, I, I mean, and sometimes people post. You know, I'm not doing this or covering this videos anymore or comments about that stuff like he did, but he even went a step further, and I mean, he's like seemingly very angry about it, which may be part of his thing because that's you know, angry Joe Vargas. That's what he does. Um, he did posted up a follow up tweet because everyone was kind of laughing about it, and he said, "Meanwhile, you laugh while we step over each other to buy your stupid fucking plastic toys like they are ultra beanie babies." Yeah. And he did tag Nintendo in that, and um, while he may not be wrong about that part of it, um, yeah. you know. I'm I'm of two minds on the the issue. I'm on one side. I understand that he's generating content that does give them some sort of free ad space, sure. but to me, it's it's such a gray area because he's also receiving ad revenue with two million subscribers. I guarantee you, he's receiving a big check for ad revenue through YouTube for something that doesn't belong to him. And if if you're going to 
receive ad revenue for a game that doesn't belong to you, um, of which you are providing content, yes, in the way that you narrate or discuss what's being shown, but you would have no content to generate based on that if the game itself were not produced. And so I'm kind of of the opinion that it would be fine for him to take that revenue in as long as a certain portion of it was guaranteed to Nintendo if there was an agreement in that way, which I don't think there are any deals struck like that, you know, between Nintendo, YouTube, and third-party YouTuber. I, I'm looking at it uh, from the angle of um, so like what I, I'm not I, I'm not familiar with this uh, with this gentleman. Is he so? What's his shtick? Is he a, is he a reviewer or like a little bit like everybody on YouTube okay. these days? It's I've I've been to his channel. I've seen um, a little bit of it. Um, there are varying degrees of YouTubers I find interesting or don't find interesting. I don't find him terribly interesting. His whole shtick is kind of a knockoff of the angry video game nerd. Okay, where part of what he is is it's just like a sort of a vitriolic rant and he's sort of curmudgeony and you know i get it you know um but i i'm not a big fan of the channel gotcha um, yeah because i was i was thinking that if he was a reviewer then the right thing to do would be for him to establish a real uh, you know a, a press relationship with nintendo and request review copies and then get those copies and then like if if that because i mean like i want i wonder what would happen if um let's say like ign decided that they wanted to also rip off you know the angry video game nerd or you know or, or uh gamer gaming grumps or whatever and they, they wanted to kind of rip that off and then they use the um nintendo just as an example provided review copies to do this with um i wonder if nintendo would still have the same i mean if it was on ign's channel i would hope that if my scenario is correct where it was just some legal intern you know going off the reservation and sending a C and D, where maybe nintendo if you know maybe maybe they wouldn't want it to i wonder if um if it were like on ign's channel or GameStop's. Sure, or Gamespot's channel or something like that. I wonder if um, I wonder if this would have happened. So uh, you mean sort of be it being filtered through one of their sort of approved you know media, yeah, you know, review outlets. Well, I, so I'm, I'm responding to your comment about how he's making money off of something that doesn't belong to him. Yeah. Well, arguably, so does all gaming press. Sure, you know they you know in, <clears throat> in um you know in the case of whether or not they were you know handed review copies or mm-hmm. for for smaller you know for for uh, smaller operations that aren't on sure. the review copy list they go out and buy their own sure, sure. you know when they put up reviews and if they have ads on their page or in their youtube videos or whatever um you know it's um you know i'm just i'm just trying to I just wonder where the line is. Well, you know? uh, the difference I think that a lot of people, and I, I mean, I'm I'm not really on one side or the other with this, but I think the difference that a lot of people try to draw between the two is is review sites that provide a service in terms of trying to inform the public about what a game is is different than somebody playing a game and just putting commentary mm-hmm. over it to generate user views. You know, okay. you're not really reviewing the game. You're just it's a let's play. You're just playing the game. You're oh, okay, not, you're all not right, actually right, reviewing right. it, and that's part of what the argument is here. Now, the interesting thing about it for him is they didn't take the video down. When you get a copyright claim of this t- type levied against you, you don't lose the video. You just can't generate any income content, in- income off the content. There's no royalties to be generated off of it. You get to keep the video. He gets to keep the video oh, and the audio. It's one of those. He can't make money on it. So some people argue that he should be lucky that he's even got the opportunity to do it, so, considering what it is. Okay. Yeah. So hold the phone. So you guys are taking this onto a whole new level. I, I, the way I read this is the dude's like, I've spent all this time. I made a video. I'm not getting paid for it. Fuck it. I'm done with you. I'll just do everything else. I spent six hours of my day to make this video for absolutely no reason. I've wasted my time, so I'm done wasting my time. Well, that, that is kind of his thing, and I also think there is a little bit of the, um, I have two million subscribers, so you know I am generating 
interest in your product for you as yeah. if people yeah, didn't know but, what Mario Party 10 was anyways but 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 there, I'm I missed this part so the, the video did not get taken down no, it's available he just can't generate any revenue oh on. well then he's a whiny bitch well, well there you go you heard it from you heard it from the Technotronic horn himself I just I mean like <laughs> you you run into this all the time it's like where people like, what goat how is he a whiny bitch you go to work tomorrow and not get paid no 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 yeah this is not the same this that is, is not the that same. is not the same does thing. he do it full time this is a hobby. This, he's got 2 million subscribers to his channel. Yeah. He, I guarantee you, if this guy has a day job, it's to supplement whatever he's got coming in from YouTube. I, I, I can't say that. I know that for sure. But I would be willing to bet with 2 million subscribers to yeah. his channel, he's making he's making a, a, a chunk. And and I would it would, it would, it would, it, it would be my estimation that him complaining about this and saying like I'm not going to do this for Nintendo anymore is just getting people to come to his channel and it, it's it, it's a it's a it's a publicity stunt really is what it comes down to in in my opinion yeah. I mean like without well well there well okay so you're agreeing with me yeah oh okay <laughs> I agree with you that it's right but it's the same thing as musicians well but there's it, there's two sides to it though I mean some people don't well think the musicians that he's... only create their own content that's not the same here he is he is this would be the same as like somebody like putting an album on and talking about it with the music playing in the background. That's that you can't do that. Yeah. yeah. You know, I but. mean, that's, that's the whole thing with this is, and it's interesting because we, for the feature, we will be talking about yeah. YouTubers and some of the good, the bad and the ugly. And this is one of those things I personally feel is, is not great for the representation yeah. of why the YouTuber community is great, you know, but there are positives to it. And we'll get to that later, but, uh, you know, I'm curious to see whether or not, uh, this guy holds true to that. Um, the other statement about this, though, is is that he's implying that they should be lucky to have his viewership, and his rant about it implies that that may be negative for them, for Nintendo, to lose his support. And that's something I want to talk about during the feature coming up, well, is, is yeah, we'll, how impactful are YouTubers in the long run. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll save um, that. Sounds good. Yeah. Moving on to number four, uh, pursuant to our, our constant Grand Theft Auto Online rambling <laughs> as of late, uh, Rockstar deals with GTA cheaters in a very GTA way. How, what would that be, John? It's, uh, <laughs> there's, there's a car that you can get in the, uh, the single-player game, the story mode for the game, that you cannot get online. And um, somebody generated a way... Charlie, get your dick off the mic stand. Sorry. <laughs> I can't possibly explain that to the listeners. You just got to trust me. Um, <clears throat> I, I, you, you, you derailed my, my train of thought, as it were. See, I tied it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, there's a car you can get in story mode in a single player game that you cannot get in, uh, in online. Well, a handful of people figured out a sort of a way to cheat this car into the online game. And I, if I recall correctly, the... The reason that they didn't put this in as a multiplayer car is because it's, it's really armored, you know, and it's for a very specific story mission, and they didn't want people to be able to uh, nigh invulnerable in this damn car. Um, whatever the reasons for not putting it in, people figured out how to dupe it into the game. And they, in the most recent patch they put out for the heists, they patched in um, a feature for this that they didn't announce, they didn't discuss, which is, I just, it makes me so happy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so many game companies do not react to people cheating in their game. They almost take a sort of like, well, the game's out and we're not going to spend any more money on anything for it. So it that's just, gamers. Gamers will be gamers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shit's broken. Oh, well, you know, ha, it's part of the experience. Work around it. Try not to play with those people. Report them if you see them. Right. That's as far as they go. No, no, no. Rockstar. Rockstar <laughs> did the Rockstar thing, man. And uh, 
made sure that people who were doing this got a little present. So what happens is, uh, and there is video of this online if you want to look it up, you can check and uh, drop the car onto the map, and it looks like a regular car that you call in like your own vehicle. You can go to the car to get into it. Anybody that dupes this car into the game, they didn't take it out. They left. That's what I love about it. They didn't take this out. They left it in. Anybody nice. that walks up to the car and gets into it, the second you open the handle to that car, it explodes and kills you instantly. <laughs> and there's no way to get away from it. No, it is unavoidable. Nice. And if you know what it is and you've been blown up by it, that's fine. People are currently trying to find ways around it to get into the car without it blowing up. It's not happening. Um, they do give you... Um, there is an option in Grand Theft Auto Online to arm your personal car so that if somebody gets into it, it kills them and you get credit for a kill. So it seems like they just took this feature and attached it to this broken car. And, uh, yeah, yeah. They permanently so, car bombed it. Uh, developers out there listening, take note. Follow uh, Rockstar's uh, you know, method on this. And, and don't, don't just find ways to... You don't even have to fix the problem that's broken. Just break the problem for the people cheating yeah. and make it painful for them. Very classy, Rockstar. I very much appreciate your method and approach to this. Bravo, Rockstar. Yeah, bravo, bravo. <laughs> goes up. Yes, yes. See, now the only thing I wish they would have done is they would have taken it a step further, and you had to you had to pay like a double, uh, like twice as much for the insurance claim for blowing up your own vehicle yeah. for insurance. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> Well, they um they did uh, got fined for insurance fraud. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> just pops up insurance fraud. Twenty grand. You're like, yeah. oh. <laughs> Um, awesome. There was an update to the story, though. It wasn't just that the car was overpowered. The reason that Rockstar didn't want people having it online is because this car is called the Duke Odeth. Uh, the Duke Odeth is the car that you get for upgrading from the last Gen GTA to the current Gen GTA, which I did, and I don't have that car. Oh. Gotta look into that shit. <laughs> oh, interesting. So, uh, you know, just so you guys know, anybody out there cheating to get that car, it is up and get a helmet. Well, and that works out nicely. It is now aptly titled. Yeah. yeah. That is true. Um, so that's it. Uh, yes, yes. Don't cheat. Beware. <laughs> or do and expect to be screwed with. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in at number three, Bandai Namco opens up its classic IPs for indie development. Um, it's kind of cool. Um, Bandai Namco has decided to let people, uh, take their beloved classic franchise games and, uh, kind of turned it into an indie revival for their series, which is funny because just last week we were saying, stop playing with Pac-Man and yeah. Donkey Kong and <laughs> all these other characters from the yeah. area. Uh, we're not going to get our way on that. Nope. Um, but we will get a new Ice Climbers. Oh, God. Hooray. Well, a lot of people expected if they were going to let this happen, um, that it was going to be, you know, a bunch of their, like, dumpy, you know, like, uh, uh, back shelf titles. Yeah, nope, all the, nope. the C-listers. Not, not so much. All. All the developers need in order to do work for these franchises is just pitch to Bandai and, and Bandai Namco and see if they accept. They don't have to accept, but um, once they, you get the approval, very little supervision is what they're saying. You can kind of do what you need to. As long as they approve you for the job, make what you want and then turn it back in. And They either choose whether they release it or not. Of course, if they don't like what you put in, they're not going to put it out, but you may possibly get to put your company's third-party development name on a, a, a you know, Namco Bandai title. Um, and, and so they, they're putting out a total of 17 franchises available for this right now. It's Pac-Man, Galaxian, Zevios, Mappy, Galaga, Dig Dug, Tower of Draga, uh, Battle City, Star Luster, Tower of Babel, Adventure of Valkyrie, Sky Kid, Dragon Buster, Shadowland, uh, Gimpei, Tamaden, uh, Wonder Momo, and Wagonland. So a, a variety of stuff to choose from if you want to develop on it. Uh, 
some people are saying that this may become a more common idea with a lot of the, the big companies because Square Enix recently announced something sort of similar that they're calling the Square Enix Collective Initiative and they're going to be letting people put their hands on select titles uh, as well. So kind of a neat idea. What do you guys think of this? I think it's pretty cool. Um, I, I definitely would like to see more of this. I would like to... Um, I would. I, I mean, like, yes, we are, we are talking about, um, you know, very, very classic you know uh not new franchises you yeah. know these, these have been around for quite some time um but at the same time i i kind of would like nintendo to maybe pay attention to what happens when you allow the community to play around with your content sure i mean you sure. know so, so there's that um and, and not just nintendo i mean everybody i mean like you know the uh, the nintendo story we talked about is is hardly exclusive to nintendo um but um it, the, with that type of activity you know with that type of scenario i mean but um you know, just in general, um, op- you know, o- just in general, open sourcing stuff like this and allow- allowing the community and people to create and experiment with it. Um, and with the way that they're going about it, it's like you, you do kind of have you, you do have to ask for permission and like kind of tell them what you're planning to do um, as opposed to just like having it be like true open source. I think they're going about it in a really smart way. Yeah, it's um, cool. I, I mean, I'm sure that they will allow people to develop sort of on, you know, bigger platforms or better platforms. But for now... Probably, I would imagine, from a take-it-safe sort of route, they are wanting uh, the people who do develop these projects to keep them small and focused to start with. And it seems like they want uh, people to primarily develop them on smartphone apps, browser games, and network devices. So my guess is it's probably a testing ground to see whether or not people can handle the responsibility of, sure. of being given these bigger projects on bigger platforms where they may have more impact. But kind of a cool idea, man. I hope I hope more people start doing it. Yeah. I mean, look! Look what happened with uh, that that Chrono Trigger sequel that was independently developed. They even they even spent money on full packaging and got carts made for it, so you could buy this Chrono Trigger sequel. It's an unofficial sequel for Chrono Trigger, and it got all kinds of shot down, of course, and put into litigation and a big mess. But people who owned and played it said it was actually a very respectful. You could tell the people who made it were trying to pay respects to by making their own sequel. But Actually, I mean, don't know anything about this. Look into it, sir. So it was it was entirely community developed, apparently without permission, is what you're saying. Yes, and um, released with full packaging in a cartridge. On a cartridge? On a cartridge. Wow. Yeah, yeah it exists. It's a, kind of a rare thing. Was it called this like Chrono Trigger Two? Uh, I don't like... remember what the what the uh, you know. I'll have to look into that. Yeah, yeah, what what the title of it was? It was Chrono huh. Trigger, you know, colon something or other, and I don't remember what that something or other was. But interesting. Yeah, yeah, kind of cool. But this is an example of you know, if you put it into respectful hands, yeah. people may be able to do something kind of cool. That I hope this pans out and turns into something cool. Agreed. Coming in at number two, the surprise of the gaming year: On Live will officially be dead soon. What? And then there is the sound of many listeners going, what the hell is on live anyways? <laughs> um, I, I bring this up um, because we have recently talked about streaming and gaming. And then there was a discussion we had a few months ago about the Ouya and all these like alternative gaming platforms and streaming services. And um, on live was kind of a big deal for a minute uh, when it first debuted. And um, there was a lot of money spent and it, it was on the verge of death. And then it was purchased by somebody else and new life was breathed into it. And, a lot of different hands, uh, you know, uh, in in the on life cookie jar. Um, a lot of people were kind of heralding it as the Netflix of video gaming, and uh, I had a lot of hope for this man when this first came out. A I, lot I'm, of people yeah. did. I think a lot of people did. Um, not so much the case, obviously. So, Venture Beat originally said that uh, they were the ones that kind of break this story. On live is going to be shutting down. Um, before selling off its most important assets, whatever those may be, that's not disclosed. 
um, to Sony. Sony is buying chunks of OnLive. The, the, and Sony did comment on it and say they're buying the chunks of OnLive that can be ported over to and used for purposes not disclosed in this article. Yeah, well, I okay. I already know what's happening. They're they're buying their servers because on live streaming is a million times better than PlayStation Now. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> that's 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 what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. So essentially, what it means is, if you recall back in on live's history, on live acquired another streaming service called Gaikai, and uh, those two things have been folded in together. And the technologies that make up Gaikai and on live were those two things were purchased by Sony. Particularly, they're supposedly other assets. Hasn't been a big uh, amount of discussion on what those assets are going to be. Um, so to kind of recount what's left in the streaming world right now, um, steam is still, of course, just launched their streaming service. Um, Nvidia has got something called grid. I don't know what the hell that is. No idea. (laughs) Not, not so good for Nvidia. Sorry guys. Um, limelight and razor. No idea. Uh, and that's about it. There's not really much. A couple of other smaller startups out there that are launching product, but, uh, a lot of people thought that that was going to be the way of the future for gaming. Pay a subscription service like Netflix and just play whatever you want. I mean, even EA has a similar service where you... Uh, it's not a streaming service, but you pay a subscription service to limited Electronic Arts titles, and you get to enjoy those titles for a monthly subscription cost. Um, I don't... I don't. I. It can go that way. I personally hope it does not ever go that way. I don't like the idea of relinquishing ownership of my games. Even owning them digitally was uncomfortable at first, but... Even that I can deal with, but I don't like the idea of paying a subscription service to like a streaming service. And then that's just how I get my games. If I were a casual guy who only played one or two games a month, sure. No problem. But I think it was, it was only ever meant to replace rentals. I don't think anybody was going to ever like for like for somebody who's going to buy Grand Theft Auto and spend a hundred hours in it. I don't think they were ever going to play that over a streaming service. Nah, like no, probably not. Um, yeah, the, um, yeah, but, but that's the thing too. It's like the idea of being able to just sit down and just like, cause like, Think about the Netflix experience. It's like, I have no idea what I want to watch. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to browse the library. I'm just going to keep on going until I find something. I'm going to hit play. I'm going to start watching it. I mean, just that that sort of user uh, you know, interaction with a product mm-hmm. in video games. It's like, I have no idea what I want to play. I'm going to sit down, and I've got this massive library of things to choose from. And, oh, this one looks good. I'll try this one. And you just start playing it. I mean, like the, the, the idea of that is extraordinarily compelling. Sure. But... The um yeah the the I think they were ahead of their time was their main problem yeah, you know sure. because um online they had their own little like micro console I think they called it um, they did they had um you know and then they were built into some other services and you can run it as a client on your computer and um you know the um I I think I, yeah I I think I, I honestly think they were just ahead of their time I think was their biggest problem um if they had waited um. Until people were more, more like you, John, apparently were more comfortable with the idea of streaming games and um, having that be like where you get your gaming content from, you know, even on a limited basis. Um, you know, like, you know, if they if they let like like uh, like the PlayStation streaming and like, you know, the PlayStation now and the NVIDIA grid mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and the, the bigger established names kind of paved the way a little bit and test the waters, learn from all their mistakes and then come out with their own product. Because that's sure. the problem, too, is like on live, they were their own thing. They weren't backed by any major companies. They weren't, sure. uh, you know, it was a brand new name. They had no pedigree, you know. And so um, I think that was another one of their 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 biggest challenges is people were like, who's, who's on live? You know, who are yeah, these people? Yeah. Um, so um, I, th- I think, uh, yeah, I think they just, they went about their, I think their timing was wrong is I think I was, I think their biggest problem. Yeah. I think a lot of streaming gaming that you can stream just like in real time is going to require the, the next more fast iteration of the internet. I think that that technology has not caught up to the idea. And when that comes, I think we'll start seeing things like this pop up all over the place. 
So uh, maybe maybe it'll just be remembered as a you know exactly what you said an idea that was uh, you know ahead of its time. Yeah. Go. Did you ever try on live anything like that? No, no. I like the idea, but I, I'm completely in agreement with you guys. Like, as soon as if they would have went the way and like I don't know, like, like GameFly would have bought into them and started GameFlix, right? They would have been they would have been golden. Yeah. Whoever but, does it though is going to yeah, make I think, a fortune when they do. Yeah. Whoever, yeah, whoever pulls it off. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it, it reminds me of back when like Netflix came around. It was it was fucking rough. When Netflix yeah, first came yeah. out. I was a really early adopter of yeah. it. The moment I got, I started using it like probably six months before they uh, started doing streaming services mm. for it. I still oh, you, I adopted you, when yeah. it was still a disc-based disc service. Because yeah. I still used to go to Blockbuster and stuff. Sure. So yeah, I, sure. I partially strangled the life out of Blockbuster like everybody else by subscribing to Netflix. Well. I regret nothing. <laughs> I don't care. Late fees be damned. Mm. Yeah, yeah. The only yeah. thing I miss about Blockbuster is being able to get games. Running games is kind of a pain in the ass now. Because Redbox is... Uh, Family video, man. Yeah, and those are spotted. They are at best. But they're around. <laughs> they're around. They they still exist, and their their prices are reasonable. Are right they? Yeah. So yeah, maybe yeah. maybe I'll have to drive the sixteen hours of the nearest uh, family video. <laughs> hey, you come here every week. There's one two minutes away. Oh right, there is. I keep forgetting that one's over there. Yeah. <laughs> Coming in at number one, before Xbox, Microsoft considered trying to acquire Nintendo. Um, Microsoft co-creator Seamus Blackley came out this week and said that uh, amongst all of the different ideas that they had when they were first brainstorming the concept behind the original Xbox, um, that they were going to try and maybe look into acquiring Nintendo, which sounds so insane when I say that right now. So he, he was quoted as saying, in the early days of the Xbox, especially before we had figured out how to get greenlit for a project as pure, uh, as a pure games console, Everybody and their brother who saw the new project starting tried to come in and say it would be free, say it should be forced to run Windows after some period of time. Um, and he explained that to Games Industry International, which was another thing that popped up this week, is Microsoft was saying that they were talking about just giving away the Xbox, the original one, to people to get them to play it. Um, so that suggestion may have initially made sense for Microsoft, but I guess they started tossing some ideas around. Um, that the Xbox should focus on playing movies, that all games for the console should be made by Microsoft, and even that they should move to acquire Nintendo. Um, And then he went on to say uh, further, just name it. Name a bad idea, and it was something we had to deal with. (laughs) He admitted, thankfully, that never happened. Um, I think think the idea of of Nintendo being acquired by anybody, it just sounds absurd when you say it because they are so much their own entity and have been before these other consoles ever existed and still are to this day, you know, kind of marching to the beat of their own drum. And they're not hurting at any point, especially to give up to a Western culture. (laughs) Yeah, it's... I think around the time that I think he's probably talking about, you know, before the original Xbox came out, you know, this is um, this is probably in GameCube era, right? Um, right around then, yeah. yeah. So, so that was yeah. that Gen PS so two GameCube and next one, yeah. yeah. So pre DS, right? We were, we yeah, were still oh, yeah, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were so, still on Game Boy, Colors. Game Boy Advance, SP, uh, yeah, the SPs, yeah. Um, I think, um, I, I think that. First of all, let, let's pay attention to his wording here, that they thought about trying. You know, it's entirely likely impossible. Nintendo would just laugh in his face. Oh, you know? I'm, sure. <laughs> so, I'm pretty sure that would be the outcome. Yeah, so I don't think, I don't think there was ever a chance of that actually happening. Sure. But if there was a point in history, of Nintendo's history, 
since Nintendo Entertainment System that they would have been the most apt to think about being purchased, I think that's probably the spot in their history because the GameCube was, you know, the, the, you know, the reception on the GameCube was very lukewarm. It was, um, you know, they, um, you know, the, uh, the, you know, the, you know, the, the newer Game Boys, you know, the SPs and, um, you know, whatever. I, I don't remember exactly what models were out at what point in time this guy's talking about, but you know, this is pre DS when they, you know, they reinvigorated that side of things. Um, you know, this is probably when things for Nintendo were at their lowest. And then the DSs came out, and then, of course, the Wii came out, and then it's just like, you know, good luck we're even... Good, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, you're dreaming yeah. at this point of thinking of buying Nintendo. But um, I'll yeah. go on record as saying the only company in the world right now that I think that if they really wanted to get their hands on Nintendo, the only company that could do it, probably Disney. <laughs> They're buying everything else. That's Why not? That's probably true. You know, I, 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 I still don't think it would ever happen, but yeah, I think. Oh, they, I don't think it'll yeah, ever okay. happen either. I think I don't think Japan would let go of that. I think yeah, I, I think know. Nintendo is the Disney of Japan, you know, yeah. and and I yeah. don't think that they would let that go. I will say the only upside I could see to Disney acquiring Nintendo is I would love to go to Nintendo World theme park. Is there not? Yeah, you just made me realize. I don't think there's. There should be a Nintendo theme park in there Japan. should and there Why isn't, isn't there? and you know i remember years ago on uh hey ash what you playing uh one of the writers uh anthony birch who co-writes that show with his sister um went on to become one of the head writers for borderlands 2 okay and he worked he's worked on a ton of other things since he actually did it a whole episode of hey ash what you playing on the idea of a nintendo theme park and why hasn't it been done and it's, it's brilliant and it's he doesn't say anything in that video i don't think anybody else could possibly say <laughs> about it it's awesome i recommend everybody check it out if you can find it um, but yeah, there should be. God damn it! Why? I I want to ride Yoshi. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll um we'll track that down. And we'll put it in the show notes. By the way, we have show notes on all our episodes now. If you haven't noticed, yeah, we do. So it's pretty cool. All the articles that we talk about, all the games we talk about, and everything you can find that in the show notes on uh when you pull up your podcast player. Um, you can find all that stuff. In Charlie there, so. works really hard every week to make sure that all of that information is truncated into the show notes so that you, the listener, can go back and find what we were talking about and point out where we were wrong. Yeah, that's that, that, that's, that's fine. Just, yeah. Remember when you said that thing? Then you <laughs> fucked up. And you can comment on the show notes if you comment on the show notes, so we'll get notified. And so, if you want to call us out on something, by all means, <laughs> yeah, please do. Yeah. Not you, Carlton. You're not you. You'll <laughs> hey, do it on purpose. <laughs> I'm leaving that alone. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know, man. I, I I don't think anybody ever actually buy Nintendo. I just found no. it very entertaining that Microsoft even thought yeah. about buying Nintendo. The only person I think that actually plausibly, one, has the clout, and two, if Nintendo was at the bottom of their game, could pick it up and they'd be okay with it, is Sony. Because Nintendo has always been very, very apt about keeping it at home. See, but you got to look at the political They don't want to leave Japan. They don't want to leave. They really don't want to do much outside of Japan. I can understand that, but... Really, Sony in a lot of ways, their Sony's name is kind of in the mud right now with a lot of things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This last year has not done much for their image. But if you think about Microsoft trying to acquire, now everybody has this idea of Microsoft as they are now, who they are now. But for anybody that was, you know, gaming and participating in gaming at that time, this era that this took place in, Microsoft was not looked at as like the big, like bossy, corporate, pushy shithead that they are now. Yeah, well, they were looked at very differently then. Wait, that time period was that the me time period for Microsoft? Windows me? Yeah. Around yeah, because me was around the same as two thousand. I what, think. What year yeah. was this? Two thousand, I think. The Xbox came out. in The 2000? Xbox two thousand one, I believe. Xbox was yeah. Um, oh, I think it was. I think we had moved on to XP by this point. Okay. Um, 
Like just barely, yeah, yeah, no, no. XP had been out because I remember that um, the the Xbox hadn't been out for a year before Service Pack Three came out. I want to say it was for XP. Okay, so we so were we were past we, the bad we, Microsoft point. Yeah, but yeah, Matt, Microsoft so. was still thought of as a you know a, a, a PC an operating system company, yeah. uh, an electronics development company. They weren't a gaming company. The nobody Windows associated, people. Yeah, <laughs> nobody associated Microsoft with gaming, and at that time. Uh, was that? I think that was right after they got they got split up for like antitrust, wasn't it? But who was? Uh, parts of Microsoft didn't they get split up, broken up? They didn't get split way? up. They they got heavily regulated. Um, the the company wasn't like cut up into pieces. Um, but um, yeah, they were smacked around a bit for like making Internet Explorer the default browser like everywhere. Like they they had they had some judgments passed against them, but uh, the company wasn't cut up. But um, no, just just quick quick fun fact about Sony. Um, if you know the answer to this, don't say it until you, until I've asked you both. Um. What do you think Sony's biggest source of profit is? Do you know the currently or in its history? Uh, currently. If you're if you're not if you don't know what it is, you're not going to get it. Well, I'm trying to think of because they they have their hands on so many things. Go. Do you know what the answer to this question is? Um, I think it's hardware, isn't it? Nope. Is it the? It's it's not the Vio, is it? <laughs> it has absolutely nothing to do with any sort of electronics. Really. Insurance, what? Yeah, that is Sony's biggest source of profits. Is that they they are an insurance company in Japan? What the hell is that? <laughs> yep. Well, that's convenient. When they go through your house, they already have the uh, the UPCs on file. Yeah. Plot twist. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> wow, would you like Sony insurance in your Sony PlayStation? Yeah, it's cool. We already have. Good enough. Uh... So they're just as crooked as the insurance companies over here. They just in Japan they do it. That's very go. interesting. That's I would awesome. never have known in a million. One years. company: house insurance, car insurance, home entertainment system, gaming system. The reason I asked Lifetime was I was going to say Walkman. <laughs> <laughs> It was yeah, clearly okay. Talkboy. Clearly. Yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot about that abomination. <laughs> Moving on. I can't, um, think about, I can't think about the Talkboy without thinking about Home Improvement. Or uh, Home Alone. Home Improvement. Yeah, that's true. That <laughs> might be responsible for all 10 units that they sold. That movie hey, might be hey, hey, wait. I know one. I don't know where it's at at the moment, but I know of one. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. That's going to do it for news this week. Buy Sony Insurance. <laughs> so, yeah. So, let's go ahead and uh, return to our conversation earlier about... Uh, YouTube and Let's Players and whatnot, because I think we have some more to say on that topic. So we were kind of asking last week, you know, um, and kind of talking a little bit about, uh, we, we opened up a, di- a dialogue last week, uh, sort of unintentionally, about YouTubers, which led us to the feature this week. And we wanted to kind of talk about what we think of the current state of YouTube Let's Play, um, you know, content providers, uh, what we think what we do like about it, what we don't like about it, and what do we think could improve YouTube Let's Players. I mean, obviously, it is here to stay. It's a big, big thing, big industry, big money. I think the only other thing I can think of in the world of gaming that has evolved as fast as this has and generated as much interest or money is, you know, um, like Major League Gaming MOBA type stuff. That's a whole other conversation. Um, what do you guys? What What do you guys currently think of... Um, YouTube Let's Play channels, um, which can include not just Let's Plays, but you know a lot of those content providers do you know reviews or walkthroughs or um, you know a mishmash of content or you know streams like we do. Sometimes they'll upload their streams from Twitch. What do you guys think of this stuff? Uh, I'm split. I'm a fifty fifty player on this. I, I like the fact that like I can I can drum up YouTube and be like, oh, I don't know much about that game. Let me see it. 
in the raw form, not 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 like the trailer, you know, hey, buy our game, it's the greatest thing since sliced bread version, the actual raw material, and be like, okay, I can make my own decision if I want to purchase this or not. Sure. On the other side of it, it's it's very it's very show busy, is my problem with it. Is the fact that the game the game the game content's fine, but the char- the characters are what they are. They're characters. Like these guys you're talking about the actual the YouTube, actual guys, the yeah, people the actual, on the channel, yeah, the commentators, yeah. people. There are female YouTube let's players. Let's be honest, here. <laughs> and and fair. But these people, you know, they're, they're characters. Like, I, if they would have put up a, just the video and be like, "Hey, I'm playing this game. Watch it," with no commentary, I'd be like, "Okay, cool." Well, like, a lot of people do. Yeah, and those that's, and that's no I use views. those a lot more. But <laughs> these these let's players that are like famous and all that stuff, it's the character and the character I can take or leave. Some of them I like. Like, uh, Diamond Minecart, I like him, but he's very, it's Minecraft, he's very funny about it, and let's be honest, there's, there's room for commentary in Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, like, PewDiePie, I, I, the, the guy's a joke. Like, him himself is just a joke, and I can't, there's like very little game there, it's just him being, like, I, I've watched Jackass, man, I don't need to see it in video games, thanks. <laughs> Yeah, you know. I, f- I feel like there there there's there's two very distinct camps of um of of uh, let's let's players and, and and Twitch streamers and things like that. It's um they're the people who are genuinely doing it. Like there's the good camp, the camp that I like. They're the people who are genuinely doing it as like a public service. It's like, um, you know, I'm I'm gonna play this game and I'm gonna kind of talk about it, and I I feel like I'm coming from a place of knowledge and experience, so that the things that I'm saying and you know the the, the point that I'm making is. It has weight to it, and so I'm I'm doing this for you guys, so you guys can find out more about this game. Kind of like what Goat was saying. Then there's the other camp, which are just narcissists, <laughs> and they're just doing it because like they they like the idea of people watching them, of of people like following them. Like they get a little bit of a high to the point where, especially people who do this on Twitch, they you know the, you know they have these programs on the PC where like it can come up on the screen and flash and throw out fireworks every time somebody follows them. Like they get like a little they they, they like you know get a little high off of every time somebody sure, follows sure. them. It's like, there's this camp that are, that are just, it's, it's all about them. You know, at least that's how it comes across to me. Sure. And so it's, those are the people who I'm not terribly interested in because I don't feel like they have anything to say really. They're just doing it because, you know, they're either making such a, you know, a, a you know, a mockery of themselves or like yeah, an ass yeah. out of themselves that like, that's the way that they're getting followers is because of whatever. Or they're the people who are like, knowledgeable and helpful and you know and are contributing something worthwhile so that that's kind of the way i view this particular camp see and i sit kind of somewhere between the two of you and you do that a lot you know that i share (laughs) i literally sitting between you two right now i i I share um i said last week uh which kind of i think sparked this entire conversation that i'm not a big fan of youtube let's play um that that whole scene and i should probably it's such a broad thing there's so many factors to take in to that entire portion of gaming that i it probably wasn't fair for me to just blurt that out without you know um extrapolating a little bit and my my view on it is this <clears throat> like a lot of things that are new in the uh frontiers of the internet and uh youtube there are a lot of great things about it but I think that the, like everything else we've talked about on like app stores for games and, and, you know, in-game app purchases and microtransactions and stuff like that. My problem with most of the YouTube Let's Play content is, is that it is 
non-content. You have to sift through a sea of garbage to find anything of any quality. There is no shortage of quantity (laughs) for virtually anything in the world of entertainment, not just video gaming. But I personally feel that there is a big deficit of quality. And some people might think that that's a nose in the air, you know, elitist, snobby. That's not at all it. I have a love and a passion for video gaming, and that, that includes every facet of it. I do believe that YouTube Let's Play stuff because I, I have watched it unfold with everybody else from the get-go. I do feel that the initial attempts at this were very earnest shots at, I'm going to play this and you can enjoy and watch it and play along and watch along. Um, but I do think it has kind of gone in the direction that Charlie just mentioned, which is there's a lot of narcissism associated with it. I do think there is a third camp that you did not mention, though, and that okay. is the camp who... Probably doesn't play into the narcissism of it, but have garnered enough subscribers that if they lose people, they lose money. Like they're actually, some of these people have quit their day jobs. This is what they do to fund their life. So it just essentially becomes the job that replaced their job. Now, what bothers me about this and the example of, we talked about PewDiePie last week. I know that guy ends up being the YouTube let's play punching bag of the (laughs) internet. And I'm not trying to focus on him specifically. I'm using him as an example because he's got so many subscribers and he makes so much declared money uh, from YouTube. I was to say, he's got, he's got 65 million subscribers. We can punch at him a little bit. Look, (laughs) here's the thing. And and he punches himself too. He's gone on record as saying like, I wish I didn't have this many followers. I wish I had like 5 million, which I mean like is still a lot, but I mean like, but the, the thing is, is that the only thing that bothers me about it and which begs the question, who, who do you guys think are the people patronizing YouTube? Let's play services primarily. Like if you had to pick an age range, who do you think is primarily patronizing these? And I ask for a reason. Um, I think it's younger kids. I think it's younger people. I could see YouTube Let's Play things, videos serving a couple of purposes. Trying to make sure that you get a an unedited um, idea of what the game is before purchasing it to make sure you're not getting a Ubisoft-style E3 vaporware demo. <laughs> um, to... Um, I know personally, I asked, I have a 13 year old niece and I asked her like, she loves Markiplier. And I said, what is it about YouTube Let's Players in preparation for the show? I asked her, what is it for you that you enjoy so much? Cause she loves the Let's Play channels. She said, sometimes it's the humor. Sometimes it's that I want to partake or like kind of be up on current games and know what I'm talking about. But I'm 13 years old. I don't have a job and my mom's not going to buy all these games for me. So I, vicariously experience them and I can certainly understand that because it's you know 13 to 16 year line sure. me either that's fair um, it's just something that didn't exist when we were kids so we never had to think about it you right. either got the game or you didn't fucking play it the right. end, you know and if you wanted it you got a job or earned it through whatever other means there was no other way or you borrowed it from a friend if you're right. lucky enough somebody um, mowed a lawn to get that yeah game. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know so there's it seems like there's different types of people patronizing it for different reasons um what bothers me about it, especially the younger kids watching it, is some of these YouTube people are not... We, as adults, we look at them and go, that fucking dude is he's either brilliant or just lucky because he's making however many hundreds of thousands or millions or shit, even if you're making thousands of dollars a year on it. You know, just to do what we do, it's just that people are watching him do it. It's, it's baffling to us, you know, as people who grew up in video games and this shit just didn't exist for us before. But what bothers me about it is I do believe that the YouTube Let's Play uh, phenomenon is is perpetuated by younger kids. Like, I would say, like, 
13 to like 20. You know what I mean? I think there's a kind of a broad range there. I don't know. What the, the, this is purely based on speculation. I'm, no statistics to back this up. What bothers me about it is that these kids are idolizing these people as celebrities and what they don't realize. And even the ones who are a little older and have day jobs, if you work at McDonald's, you're 16 years old and you work at a car wash or you work at jewel or whatever you do, the grocery store, you can do what they're doing. They're not doing. That's what bothers me about it is these people are making millions of dollars a year to basically just be internet clowns. They're internet (laughs) famous as it were. And some of them do provide some genu- genuine content. Um, some of them have done really charitable things with their money. You know, sure. Markiplier particularly is very well known for being generous with donations and trying to be... He tries to take a civic responsibility for the fame that he has acquired, and I respect the hell out of that, even if I'm not a big YouTube Let's Play guy. He is entertaining and funny and witty. He is on um, my list of watchers. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> and uh, and I don't know if you'd count him as a Let's Player, but Video Game Donkey is like the funniest thing <laughs> I've found in the, the annals of Let's Players, mostly because it's all tongue-in-cheek and he doesn't take it seriously mm-hmm. at all. Um, but uh, that bothers me. You know, that's that's something that I don't like about YouTube Let's Play videos is the deficit of content, uh, actual content versus what they call content. Um, the amount of money they get paid to do something that anybody on the planet can do. And I do believe that luck has a lot to do with it, less the content and more, you know, word of mouth. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I don't necessarily believe that some of them were the most modest people in the world based on the way they present themselves. Yeah. The so those are the three things that primarily bother me about it. What bothers you guys about, uh, you know, YouTuber well, content to, to back that up though, this, this, this is part of new media. Like we're we're in new media, all right? Yeah, mm-hmm. podcast. And, sure. And what you just said is what all of our older siblings said about rock stars in the eighties. <laughs> it's just a new celebrity. That's all it is. Like he's lucky. He's a jackass. He's doing people things like people like, and he gets paid. Sure, for. but but even, even but I, 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 unfortunately, thanks to the internet, the the celebrity is easier now. Even you just in show up most on, cases terrible rock bands of the 80s still mm. had to play a guitar well enough to get yeah. noticed by anybody yeah there's there an army of bad 80s bands i could bring yeah. up but oh, I I know, I know. because everyone will hate me if i say yeah. their names because <laughs> everybody it, loves them and i hate yeah them. but it's the same idea you can learn guitar and any jackass with some luck and can do it. It, it, it any jackass with a camera and can play video games can do this it's all part of luck yeah, it's, yeah. it's 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 basically modern show business and it's it's pretty thin as it always has been. I think it's most closely relatable to like stand up comics. It's like it, that's it's harsh. It's, all right, leave but, leave the eighties leave the eighties <laughs> comic boom out of this. No, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying it's like you know with with most of these people, the way that mm-hmm. they get popular is by being funny. Frankly, yeah, yeah. I mean like humor is subjective. So whether mm-hmm. or not we find something funny versus somebody yeah. else, I mean that's you know that's mm-hmm. completely subjective. But it's um. You know, it's uh, yeah. I guess you're right, though. It is. It's the '80s comedy boom of the internet. Like any, if you if you were like in the '80s, you'd go to L.A. and there was lines out the door. Any jackass with a microphone could stand up in front of you for 20 minutes and make you laugh. Yeah, right. I mean, this is this is kind of like in the ever developing landscape that is YouTube. This is kind of a new frontier. And you know, part of what we were talking about last week when we brought all this up is is that this has become a very formidable thing on YouTube, not. Just like a segmented chunk of video game thing that sits in the corner. No, I mean, mm-hmm. really think about how influential YouTube is today. 
and PewDiePie is the most subscribed person on YouTube. How the hell did that happen? Yeah. I mean, good for that dude. I've heard he's a pretty nice guy and he's actually a pretty modest guy mm-hmm. in his personal space. I'm not I'm not defaming him as a person oh. at all. I don't fucking know the guy. That's what I'll say before I say anything else <laughs> about these YouTubers. I don't know these people. Yeah. I only know what they present to me. You and know what yeah. I feel is is that in most cases they make asses of themselves. Most of them Markiplier is an exception and three or four others, you know, that I've viewed mm. in, in as many years, you know, for the most part though, I think there's a deficit of quality to quantity. I think there's there's just a a bunch of shit floating around on these channels and then a handful of really genuinely funny or interesting things. On yeah, it. like like most things and like I said, like most things in show business. I just, I don't know. It's Yeah. And I, I think that, that for me, that leads into the, the, the last thing, you know, that we want to talk about on the topic is, is what would we change about the platforms to make them better for Let's Players? Or like, what would we change about it? And for me, I think that, um, you know, I'm, I'm certainly not gonna you know say that i that i want youtube to be you know curated or anything like that i mean i love the fact that youtube is like an open platform and everything but i wish there was an easier way to find the quality stuff on youtube and again quality is subjective so i mean like what somebody else likes is not what i like and that's fine but yeah your your number one quality might be 500 subscribers (laughs) yeah something like that so i i kind of feel like i wish that these platforms that we're dealing with things that were so subjective. And I, f- I feel like maybe YouTube is getting, getting better about this because it's, it, it, I do feel like it learns from what I watch and what I like and what I, you know, what I, what I thumbs up and whatever. Um, but um, even more to the point though, I wish that um, like, for example, um, if when I like things in common with other people that like that commonality would affect into like the recommendations that they gave me. I just, I, I feel like I wish the recommendations were more, we're smarter than they are yeah, really sure, what it comes sure. down to. Cause I mean like there's, you know, cause sometimes like the recommended videos that YouTube gives me are just, just no, just <laughs> I no no, I don't know why you're giving me this. Sure. I feel the same way. Um, so I just, I feel like the really, that's the, that's the biggest thing that I wish like YouTube and like Twitch and everything would change is making their, I mean, I don't know how clearly, but I mean, you know, sure. I, figuring out some way to make their recommendations smarter and like have it be like weighted just better versus, algorithms for that. Yeah. Stuff. Just have it be yeah. like weighted based on not just, not just counts and you know, sure. not just, not just a matter of, you know, you know, likes and upvotes and things like that. But that, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, like even, and I like that idea, but again, you're way ahead of technology and you, <laughs> You want the, 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 the hologram to come out and be like, Charlie, hi, Max. What I, do you want to... What, what, we, we've picked these, hand-selected these five movies on Netflix for you. I do want that, yeah. Based on your heart rate, <laughs> last three thoughts. <laughs> Didn't Netflix do that not too long ago where what, they Max? had a service that, that... Max is on PlayStation. He's, he's actually pretty awesome, but he does swing and miss a lot. No, there was... <laughs> they, they did do... Yeah, it was on... Was, yeah. Wasn't it the Netflix PlayStation version of Netflix? Yeah, he's Max. That? Yeah, he, he, I don't think he ever of, got yeah, it right for yeah. me, not once. But, <laughs> it was a nice idea. Just, yeah. No. Yeah. But, but to bring it back into like the, the, the low-tech we're in, which is still high-tech, but I think we should just coin another term leave let's play as the character guys like if you're a character and you're doing let's plays and it's all for it's all about your character and the boisterous it's all for fun it's comedy yeah Yeah. that that's a let's play because you are in fact playing okay let's start let's reviews and that'll be actual people sitting down and breaking down the game and doing that that'll separate it there are youtubers not a bad idea there are youtubers that that do declare, hey, this is kind of a character, and like, don't take it too serious. Tongue in cheek, man. Don't get so crazy about it. Like Francis is a boogie, and I can't remember what the numbers are at the end of it. Um, but he, you know, he talks with a lisp, and he gets mad, and he's, you know, unfortunately, he gets a lot of grief for being a heavier guy, which I think is ridiculous, and they just need to leave that dude alone. 
Some of it, like I, I remember when he started blowing up, people were like, "Go oh, check out a chance, funny as hell." It is entirely tongue in cheek, and I can see why people would find some of it funny. I found him to be ungodly obnoxious. But if you ever see him, every once in a while, he'll put mm-hmm. up updates on that channel that are him out of character, and the lisp is not hugely exaggerated, and he's not yelling and wailing and making crazy noises. And he'll talk about the current state of things. Like every once in a while, he'll opine on something that's important in gaming. And he's very humble, and he's very nice, and he's he's very like, hey, look, this is why I do what I do, and I respect that. I don't care for the content he produces. Sure. I respect that mm-hmm. guy and what he's trying to do because he's been very clear that it is a character. Some of them are not so clear I think on we, that. And they don't have to be. Yeah, you know? but I, I think it'd be, it'd be a nice service to the internet and help us. Because, I mean, if you do a Let's Play, you've got that mountain of shit. And I, yeah. I'm going to use the, 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 the Google Play Mountain of shit. I want one piece of gold out of 490 gazillion universes of dung. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's fair. And if I split it into Let's Play and Let's Reviews, that splits into 200 and some <laughs> well, pounds of crap to well, go Well, to through. be fair, some of these channels, I mean, they'll put together playlists that feature just those videos. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the Let's Play yeah. section, this is the review section, this is the preview section, mm-hmm. or whatever videos yeah. they're doing, or shorts or sketches or whatever. So, it, YouTube is getting better about letting yeah. people organize those things into categories, which is perfectly cool. Well, and that'll help those, and it helps everybody else out, too, because you start doing that, and you separate them from me, you're going to get more viewers and more subscribers, because I don't have to go through your content i don't want yeah i will give anybody who pops up on youtube as a phenomenon i mean not just let's players but since this is mm-hmm. a video game podcast we're gonna talk focus on that if something starts to pop up in my periphery and i notice that somebody is i keep seeing or hearing your name i'll go check it out and i will not knowing anything about it and trying to be as unbiased as possible i will always give content a chance so what i do like about youtube let's play people um I like that they are pushing a new frontier for gaming. Sure. I think like anything else that's new is rough around the edges. It's, it's kind of a mess. And I think there's, it's going to take time for the, the cream to rise to the surface, (laughs) you know, but I do think there are, there is some quality stuff there. I like, and I joke, I've joked around about it on the show before and I'll joke, I'll say it again to me, YouTube, let's players, MOBA gaming, and to some degree, uh, you know, mobile gaming, it's the California gold rush. Everybody yeah. is trying to move west mm-hmm. to find their fortune and become rich. But that's the problem. That's where the quality versus quantity loses out. Mm-hmm. The quality loses out is everybody is generating content in hopes that they will become the next big Let's Play mm-hmm. like sensation. And so they're, they're, they're just generating at lightning speed a bunch of garbage in hopes Mm -hmm. that it catches. And to me, like anything else in this world, I always find that if you put something of quality out there, true quality, even if it takes a while, even if it's a slow burn, it will find its way. Mm -hmm. Especially because there's so little quality. People are, people are hungry for quality, you know, to, to, to follow up on the, we like stuff. One, we're, we're, we're out of the realm. Like the, the the thirteen to eighteen year old probably is where we're at here, right? Right. Um, they have short attention spans. We were thirteen to eighteen. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, the wilder, the crazier. We had Johnny Knoxville. He was our let's play guy. We ate it all up. Okay, I see what you're saying. So the fact that these guys are sucking these kids and keeping them, I you know, occupied. 
by not making, you know, and, 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 and let's be honest, teenagers need to be occupied or they make bad decisions. We've all been there. <laughs> We've all been teenagers. Look, <laughs> if, if it keeps kids yeah, from I was streets, watching PewDiePie. That's why I didn't steal my father's car. Great. 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 Yeah, no, I, I'm not, I don't think there's anything wrong with enjoying mm-hmm. it. If it brings, like I've said this before on the show too, I'll say it. If, if you're enjoying something mm-hmm. that brings you happiness or enriches the quality mm-hmm. of your life in some way. Yeah. So glad for you, absolutely. Yeah. You but know? That, that preempts my point is I love the fact that like it's the one on one with these kids and, and yeah. their their audience. It's it's taking out the middleman. Like you don't need to read an article. You can literally leave a comment, and if they want to, and it's cool enough, they can directly comment back to you. And you you are like the interaction is amazing. Like Twitch and all that stuff. You're I love likening that. Jackass to the YouTube Let's mm-hmm. Players. Is is it? I'm just to make sure that I'm clear for the purpose of the mm-hmm. feature. Are is that to? Is the comparison there a like? All flash, no substance thing. Is that what you mean? Like yeah. kids, kids like mm-hmm. simple things like that. Yeah. Okay, I understand. You like you like the funniness and all that stuff. Yeah, but sure. they get to go one step farther. Like we, when we were kids, we couldn't. I couldn't tweet Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, one because Twitter didn't exist, and two, he can get back to me. You know that that I love that that that's awesome that these kids have somewhere to go and like the interaction is is awesome. That and that's probably one of the biggest reasons as to why these people get to be so popular is because they're so accessible. You know, yeah, it's like sure. the, fact that, the fact that you can directly talk to mm-hmm. them. I mean, like, you know, you know, Twitter, I, I think you're right. I think you hit the, the you know, yeah. I think you're exactly right. I mean, you, right, you can, you can tweet at P- PewDiePie and be like, that was the stupidest fucking video in the world. You know, he's seen that. Or just post sure. right, right on the video. <laughs> yeah, for exactly. Be like, this yeah. sucks. To be clear, though, he's disabled comments on his videos. He said there's too uh, much negativity right. and too much yes, badness and it's mm-hmm. just too much responsibility to deal but with that. But that comes with the internet and I applaud him for killing the comments, but there's still ways to get a hold of him. I think some of the most toxic things I've ever yeah. seen in my life are on YouTube's comments. Yeah. Agreed. 65 million yeah. anonymous bulletproof humans is probably not a fun Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and so for me to clarify what I do like about mm-hmm. YouTube Let's Play stuff, I like that, that they're pushing a new frontier for gaming, even if it's a little unorganized and messy right now. Would you say that the next frontier? A, a Just a new frontier. Okay. They're, they're, they're helping... They, create a new wing of gaming. Okay. So they're you know not the I mean? final frontier. Just no, no, they're a frontier. Um, I, Charlie is just groaning at that Star Trek joke. Moving on. Moving on. You hurt Charlie on the inside. <laughs> I had to. There was frontier involved. I know. I know. Oh God. Um, I like that. I like that they are giving younger kids something to focus on, and it, it can be a conduit for young kids who don't know much about gaming to get into gaming or experience <laughs> it in a way that they may not have been able to afford to. Um, and I do like when the humor is right in those videos or the content is good in those yes. videos. Like Charlie, the only real, what I, what I would do to fix it is quality control. I don't know what that is. It's so vague on YouTube. Who knows what that is? Well, that's personal be. preference because quality for you is different right. quality. It, yeah. we, we each have our own quality. I just mean, look, yeah. I, I'll, I'll clarify that. I just mean quality of production. Fix your fucking audio. <laughs> if you're going to green screen yourself in or chroma key yourself into whatever you're playing, please, God, fix the artifacting in it. You know, um, if you're going to light yourself, don't make it look like you're holding a flashlight underneath your face. I mean, like, maybe that stuff bothers a guy like me or maybe you guys it bothers oh, some degree because we work yeah. in production of various sorts or right. work around yeah. it. So production we, it, you our, notice that stuff? Yeah. Our production value is highly, highly askewed from the rest of the world. Yeah, I'll excuse bad production for good content. Yes. But I would rather have good content. And while that is subjective, it, right. the problem with quality, quote, quality control in the content portion of it is that's largely dependent on the individual producing it to judge sure. what mm-hmm. the standard for quality is. Sure. But if 
if you know you've got X amount of viewers and they're just expecting a video and you can drop it on the, the YouTube conveyor belt and you're still getting views and hits and making a paycheck off of that, I feel like a lot of those guys get lazy too and just throw some shit out there because well, they know they're getting a check out of it. That also follows under the, if it isn't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. It's like, well, people are still liking it, so obviously I don't need to up my game. Charlie, what what do you like about YouTube Let's Play videos? Um, I, I like that they're a um, an unfiltered... Um, you know, neutral place to find out what people think of games, frankly, sure. because, you know, it's um, with with any with anything, if you, any any sort of reviewing type uh, profession, whether it's music, movies, video games, whatever you do it enough and you get jaded. I think it's it's very, very difficult to have that not happen. You, you, if you've seen enough movies, then you start to be able to predict what's going to happen. And it, it, I think it clouds your judgment over over like reviewing movies. I think it's the same thing with music and video games, just everything else. It's like when you're exposed to any medium too much, it all just starts to gray together. So one of the things I do like about Let's Plays is it really is just like an average person. I mean, you know, PewDiePie accepted, you know, people like that. Um, but um, he was average at some point at some point, but not anymore. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. like, you know, it, I, you know, it's um, but, uh, you know, I, I tr- whenever I do like, anytime I've ever sought out a let's play, it's been to find out is because I don't feel like I have enough of a, enough of a unbiased uh, information feed about a particular game. Like all the marketing sure. is one way or just like the reviews. I just don't, you know, whatever, whatever reason I have, I still have questions about a game after having looked into the quote unquote, like professional review sources or whatever. Sure, sure. So the ones that I seek out are, um, I, I kind of stay away from like the big, like the ones that have like millions and millions of hits because I start to wonder if their concern is less about, the game and more about keeping their viewers around kind of like what you were talking about. Sure, John. Sure. So I kind of look out the smaller ones, just kind of see like, what is, what are like the quote unquote, every man, woman, whatever, think about this game. So that, that's, that's the thing. That's one of the things that I like about them is that, that particular segment is, is how I is and how I use it and what it does for me. So, yeah, I mean, and it's, it's funny too, because what's odd about it is a lot of the guys creating content for this. A lot of the people that do produce content for this, they're roughly in our age range, you know, and um, for somebody like me to say, like, I don't really care for YouTube Let's Players. Here's why. A lot of people just assume I'm being a curmudgeon old dude. You yeah. know, like you're just <laughs> a jaded, bitter old bat. No, not really, man. I want more good stuff for gaming. I want anything that that brings positive light to gaming. Please more of that all the time. But here's really the final breakdown for me on why I don't why I have such a hard time with. Not just YouTube Let's Play people so that everybody understands why I'm like this. Charlie's right. Everybody's going to root for the everyman. Everybody's going to root for like, oh my God, he broke through. That's this, or He or she, they broke through and they, they're making money on YouTube. Oh my God. That's, that's kind of what everybody I think likes about that is they see themselves in the ability to do that. Oh, I can do that. Maybe I could. Here's my big problem with it at the end of the day. A lot of those people, as I said, get elevated to like celebrity status, but to me as an adult looking at the world through an adult size, even if I'm a giant man child that loves video games, cartoons and toys, I still am an adult and I still look at it like this. You've got your A-list celebrities, Hollywood people like, you know, the Brad Pitts and Angelina Jolie's and Al Pacino's of the world, you know, actors, big actors, famous people. Those guys are up here. Then you've got like, you know, TV show celebrities too, you know, they're up there somewhere. Then you've got reality television stars. You've got them way too high as far as I'm concerned. Uh, they are. are way too high. <laughs> you forgot. Those, you, those you, guys are, are like, you know, in the shitter, but they're still 
uh, below those people, and those okay. people get so 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 the, your first two tiers are significantly higher than now this tier, like movies okay. and TV show actors, and then like halfway to China <laughs> is 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 you know the the reality TV show stars okay. who right. somehow have some sort of pull in celebrity, and then for me, somewhere far below that are YouTubers. The concept of celebrity coming from YouTube is laughable and absurd to me. Even the ones who do produce content, good content for the most part, they're just, they're nowhere near like actors and TV show actors. And somehow I find them less impressive than celebrity show uh, people, which is disturbing. Not impressive. I just, it's, it's bad. To me, YouTubers are the bargain basement celebrity of the universe you know it's just bad they're not much far removed from celebrity show tv people maybe they're sitting on the same plane even the opinions of john jonathan santiago <laughs> did not necessarily represent the entire opinions of all the game right radio. i'm just saying <laughs> in the sense that these people are li- hoisted up as celebrity i think that's a bit much. no i just remember last week you said like, at some point we're going to say it about everybody so at some point now it's got to be my turn and then we'll all be covered. that's true there so. you go good <laughs> that is true though i just i don't think that these people should be deified the way that they are, but I, I agree any with, of them. I agree honestly. with John here because you get your fifteen second of fame reality stars, and YouTubers are about a five second fame. And I think that's why I think that's why they're clamoring so bad though is because they have to get so much content out because you're only up there for a minute. Well, that, that's the other thing. Five six years from now, I don't see PewDiePie being a household. Where name. do you guys see these people in five or six years? Yeah, I don't see PewDiePie being a household name. I see, I see. <laughs> Charlie doesn't. I don't. I, I <laughs> see. The, I see PewDiePie 2.0 being the new household name. I yeah, think it's going to be somebody else. Somebody's yeah. going to take his place. There's always but, somebody new. But I, do you think it'll still be YouTube Let's Play type stuff, or do you think that that will just eventually become a like? Oh, remember, remember that shit. Like, remember memes? To, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know. I I don't know. The only thing I have to address over the last five minutes of conversation is that for me, reality TV stars. <laughs> Are far below anything else you could even possibly think of. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm talking about as people. <laughs> well, wait, wait, but hold, these hold, these uh, are people who no, are on general. network television shows hold, hold and like no, there's I, a certain of a. I don't hold care. on. Uh, yeah. Gamerhead Radio does not. <laughs> I look, that's a whole other car. Charlie's going to hit a. Ra- yeah. Just so you guys know, we won't be in the car when Charlie runs over all the reality stars in his car <laughs> and cackles the entire time. No. <laughs> look, I, I, I hate reality television. I, I hate it. More. I, I dislike it. <laughs> I dislike it substantially more. Then I dislike any YouTuber. Oh, okay, all right. I just I think on the scale of celebrity, YouTubers are five not seconds, even five there, seconds, fifteen you know? seconds, fifteen years. Those are the three levels. The <laughs> the, the, the the one you know, we'll wrap this up here in a minute. But you know, I, I, to me, it's like I think like the one thing that YouTubers have over reality TV stars is that reality TV stars is that the vast majority of them their fame is self earned. They weren't like picked, you know, picked out of a lineup and bred and like given the script that really isn't the script sure. and like put on TV for like people to gawk at. See, it. Sure, sure. Give that five. That's the next thing. That's gonna be who wants to be a YouTube star on CBS seven well, p.m. I can't believe that hasn't happened yet. Don't give them any ideas. Code. Well, they still got. They're still riding out the American Idol, so we got another five seasons of that. Yeah, for no apparent reason. I I hope that whatever comes of it in the future, if it does stick around for a long period of time. I hope it's, it turns out to be a positive thing. I think there's a lot of positivity in it, but I think that like a lot of those new frontier things, the really good things in it, I think are buried under a sea of like faux content, you know, questionable stuff That's you know, fair. in five years. I don't think it will be prominent. I yep. don't, I don't even think let's like YouTube let's play type stuff. I don't even think it's going to be, 
It'll go the what if we know it as now. And I think there'll be a generation of kids who grow up into their 20s mm-hmm. and, say, and Fuck remember guys. it fondly at that time. But I think that like a lot of social groups as they get older, that will be their thing. And people before or after them won't give a shit. Yeah. I think that happens with any medium where anybody can make it. Yeah. Frankly, is, is what it comes down to. I mean, like, that's mm-hmm. why, like, Hollywood blockbusters are still Hollywood blockbusters is because mm-hmm. nobody can, you know, people can make excellent films in their garage, but you can't make a multi-million yeah. dollar Hollywood blockbuster in your garage. PewDiePie may be PewDiePie, but he'll never be Robert Downey Jr. That's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> unless there's anything else you guys wanted to throw into the ring on this The only thing I, I do want to say in light of talking about all the, the bad things that I dislike about YouTube, I do want to throw a couple of YouTube Let's Play or YouTube sort of content channels. I want to throw a couple names out there to personal recommendations that I think are decent YouTube channels in, in video gaming. Um, there's a channel I like to go to called Elder Geek or ElderGeek.com. They are mostly a news and review outlet site, but instead of just reviewing the traditional like top grade stuff, they do review smaller, um, you know, more unknown games and their video reviews I feel are very much so a quality production. Um, they don't put them out that often, you know, maybe once or twice a week, they'll put a video out. I'm fine with that because they're producing quality. Um, a YouTube channel called angry centaur that does similar things. They also do let's plays though. I like their reviews more than I like their let's plays. Um, video game donkey just because he makes me laugh. Like most of his stuff is so tongue in cheek. It's hilarious. Um, and then, uh, Markiplier is not a bad, like YouTube let's play type dude. I'm sure everybody already knows who he mm-hmm. is anyways, but, um, those are oh and uh, Das Boshit, but not S H I T. It's S C H I T T. Das Bo B O Das Boshit. He does like a lot of machinima stuff where he puts like uh, he goes into the Gary's mod or oh okay and does like, not not the machinima channel. Like, think think of it machinima. as like okay. short like video game cartoons that feature a ton of different video game character models and dialogue ripped directly from the games that he edits together. The only way I can describe it is it's almost like Robot Chicken, very short. 15 minute episodes that are very like cut quickly between short skits and he does those in a lot of source funny. filmmaker stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean those there's, that's just a handful of some of the YouTube let's play type channels or review outlet sites that I watch or listen to. Those are quality, man. They're really cool. They're a lot of fun. So check those out if you feel so inclined. Cool. I, I have a couple. If, I mean, there's obviously diamond Minecart for Minecraft the guys. Great. Really fun. If you're into Minecraft, another guy who's funny, if you want a character and funny, this little Scottish driver's kid uh, called uh, Jack Septicai. He plays a lot of the uh, like uh, uh, PC steamer games and stuff like that. He was doing uh, a bunch of the surge, uh, surgical games. Oh, okay. Oh, surgical simulator. simulator. Yeah, and and, and and it's just it's he's you know he's over the top and fun like that, but he's not like he's still genuine about the game. So I kind of like his stuff too. So check him out. I have none to recommend. So. Oh, and Rooster Teeth. Even though they're oh, big and everybody yeah, yeah, knows yeah. them, their Absolutely. stuff is funny as hell. Yeah, Rooster, Watch yeah. their Surgeon Simulator video. You'll cackle. It's I believe hilarious. I have seen that one, actually. Um, yeah, yeah, Rooster Teeth is, is always recommended. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. All right. So uh, let's see what you guys have to say about Let's Players. Okay, so kicking off the mailbag for this week, listener Sean Keita said, First time responder, but a big fan of the villains and swiftly becoming a fan of your show, too. I digress, though. I admit that I do partake in watching Let's Play videos, mostly just Markiplier as of late. I initially started watching Let's Plays as a means to see a game through to the end that I normally wouldn't play myself. It made for good background noise to do homework or work on projects, too. Now I mostly just watch it for Markiplier and his goofy shenanigans and honest uh, appreciation for his fans. 
It seems to me that most of the more noticeable Let's Players are uh, more like game celebrity personalities of sorts. As for Twitch versus YouTube debates, I'm not sure I have a definitive stance on that yet, especially seeing as I hardly catch live streams and they're actually when they're actually on. But it will be interesting to see what YouTube has to offer once they revamp their streaming capabilities. Keep up the work. Great work, guys. Thanks, Sean. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yay, new fan. Yay! We're, uh, we're out of uh, new fan prizes. <laughs> Sorry. I know, and, and abuse for villains, Vans. We very much appreciate you. Yeah, thanks for the crossover. Thanks. <laughs> Joe Moeller commented and said, No, I don't watch Let's Plays. It isn't because I don't like them, but simply because I don't generally have much time to spend playing games anymore. And uh, the time that I do get to devote to, to the escapism of video games is I like to spend playing them with good friends and good beer. I'll drink to that. Yes. Cheers. Um, Amir, uh, Amir Hamza said, I'd honestly rather be playing games than watching them. My wife loves them, though. She watches Day 9 every week. Adrian Satana says, I've never watched them, nor am I interested in watching them. I agree with some of the others. I'd rather play games than watch them. Uh, Daryl Moore says, I I always watch them while playing something else. That's new. I haven't heard of that. While playing something else. How do you do that? I don't know, man. That's Wait, like, wait uh, have we found a new group of double dipping gamer? Wow. Uh, Daryl, that, that is impressive multitasking. Yeah, I, I multitask, <laughs> but I generally don't multitask two of the same thing. So oh, there you go. The I, bar yeah. has been set, Charlie. No, I'm good. <laughs> Thanks. I, it's mind bending. Uh, like uh, watching a YouTube let's play for a racing game while you play a racing game. See. <laughs> All right, Charlie. This um, is it. We have to YouTube you fixing a PC to Mac with both hands simultaneously. <laughs> Those are two very different things. I can do that. <laughs> uh, he goes on to say, "I just find it interesting how others solve problems in games. That and nice voices." Um, Danny Meckler, uh, former co-host, one-time co-host of the show. And um, permanent co-host of his podcast. That's right, of, of The Living Showcase. Um, says, let's play videos are a little strange to me. I understand the appeal uh, if it's a game you want to check out but are unsure of if it's worth buying or if the person playing the game is funny or offers a unique perspective. But for the most part, I really don't care why Glenn from Arizona thinks Bayonetta should be his waifu. <laughs> 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 Let's Plays are basically an awkward kid's porn. If you could have sex with someone, you would. Otherwise, it's just jacking it to a video. That is the same thing, but less sticky. Good. You have a way with words, Meckler. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The thing that... This <laughs> The thing that's fucked up about it is he's not wrong. No, he's spot on with that very graphic comparison. Well, good, good call, Danny. Good call. All right, uh, and then Sam Lanning uh, has said, "Seeing how I just learned what Let's Play is, yes, yes, I do. In fact, I, I was watching this this past Saturday night, waiting for Game Red Radio to broadcast. That's a strange Wait, thing. What? To, I don't know. Why? Apparently, she." Must wait Saturday nights for us to broadcast. Were we supposed to be broadcasting? No. No, <laughs> I, I don't know. So. I, there was no scheduling. Uh, sadly, nothing. Well, glad we disappointed you. Uh, <laughs> I then settled for Skyaski playing Minecraft on PC instead of banging my husband. Why are you hey, doing hey, this what, all wrong? What? What? Apparently, she was waiting for us instead of banging her husband and then, then turns around and listens to or watches Minecraft on PC. Travis, Look, we're sorry, man. You need you to take know. a cue from Daryl and multitask. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Learn to multitask. Travis wow. will be glad. Yeah. I have no better response to that. I say B-Squad or Travis has really sh- got a shitty Saturday night. <laughs> 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 Apparently, banging one husband makes John drop his phone several times. 
Yeah, I was just. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not gonna say that. I'm gonna leave it alone, friend. For once, I got nothing to say. <laughs> Moving on. Yes, yes. And she said, "Oh, right, I didn't answer the question," which she did not. Uh, why, why watch if you are indecisive, or why watch if you were indecisive about buying a game? This is a great way to view it. Trailers are biased; they want you to buy it. I'll give you that. Yeah. Also, there is a strange infatuation with watching strangers do things in their home. This is going weird. This is at least. This is at least <laughs> went sideways again. Yeah, this this at, le- this at least has their permission. Okay. Uh, as far as changes between Twitch, I have not thought about them. Uh, changes by Twitchers, I would like to see more two persons, one playing and one reading the questions. I like that because there's a lot of times where they could use a person just responding Moderating. to their feed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a bad idea. So actually. yeah, way to go all over the board on that. And have points, too. <laughs> uh, okay, and then uh, we have uh, two emails this week. The first one is from Mr. Ryan on, a former uh, co-host. Uh, he says, Dear Technobrony Grope and Falsetto Florida, um, I believe that is his responses to our uh, proposed Switch names. I'm perfectly fine with Technobrony. Um, he said, uh, I find that Let's Players are both extremely annoying and unimaginative. I'd say that they in- incessantly talk about nothing worthwhile while playing, but that would involve using words. Out of the mouths among the most popular, i.e. the Pudes and Markiplier, uh, is usually some type of primordial, primordial mewling or underwater mating call that the kids must just be tickled pink by. I don't get it. Really? I hadn't picked up on that. <laughs> I can only imagine that, that as these very kids grow up to be adults, they'll come to realize just how worthless and... I'm quoting him, quote unquote, full retard. These unimaginative half sacks are. Ooh, wow, wow. Um, so he, not a fan, not a fan. Got it, got it. I don't know. I think he's all into mating calls underwater, though. Uh, not commenting. Um, <laughs> and so finally, of course, uh, we have our uh, email from our, uh, you know, our, our fourth uh, invisible co-host, Songbird. Uh, she writes in, dear Technicianer and Goat and Fallon Flynn, mailbag answer. I it all started on the front page of YouTube one day when I saw the number video was the number one video was two guys who turned out to be Ego Raptor and Jontron versing each other on Super Smash Brothers Brawl. I was hooked. Over time, I have slowly picked up on other YouTubers like Two Best Friends and Chugga Conroy. Am I? I think that's what that says. I'm not familiar with that, Chugga uh, that Conroy. Um, but Game Grumps was where the majority of views went to. Sadly, when Jontron suddenly vanished and was just as quickly replaced, I fell out of it since I, it left a bad taste in my mouth. However, I've gotten over it, and I'm watching them again. Considering there's usually nothing for me to watch on television, or I treat myself to Let's Plays to see others partake in my interest in video games, I preferably watch them if they are playing something which I have myself, or is something which I either haven't played and am interested in, or will never play due to various reasons. I generally watch them in hopes to make me laugh. I hardly watch Twitch, since that's mostly live streaming, since I don't have that great of internet that leaves me out. Uh, the majority of those on Twitch involve MOBAs and things like that, which don't interest me. Uh, while I can't fully grasp the ins and outs of the issue besides trying to get money, it does feel like Let's Players are having a harder time than they should for doing something which contributes to gaming culture, and that's a shame. That's a, that's a, okay, that's a, that's a good viewpoint. I can understand where she's coming from there. Two two emails, one one not happy about yeah. it, one yeah. happy wow, about we, it. Back it's to good. back there, we have yeah. Ryan who's going to kill everything, and Songbird who's like, give him a chance. <laughs> Um, 
Songbird asks, has a Let's Play influenced your decision to purchase or not purchase a game? What was it and why? I've personally, I've personally bought games like Zombies Ate My Neighbors because of Game Grumps. What a great game. Why would I you need Zombies Ate My Neighbors. What an awesome pull. I used to play the game with my dad when I was a kid. What a great game. Yep. Um, I can honestly say that a Let's Play sufficiently talked me out of uh, having any interest in playing Sonic Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it may have uh, discussed this back when the when the game initially came out. We were talking about it. Um, there was a, there was a let's play where I was watching some people play it, and just it just looked like the opposite of fun. Um, and uh, so yeah, th- that influenced my decision. What about you guys? Um, it's tough because I I don't know. Um, let's play channels are a little bit different than just you know like independent review channels, I guess. And um, I've had a couple of independent review channels whose opinions I trust talk me out of buying a game, but I don't know if if a let's play itself has uh, talked me into or out of buying a game. I think I did watch a, a let's play for H one Z one because it, it sold so many copies and it's part of that sort of day one open world thing. And I it still looks like fairly typically buggy and broken albeit less buggy and less broken than those other games it's still it it didn't keep me from buying it it just it kind of fell off my radar i just don't care one way or another now um but that's it for me i think go no no i usually use them for um i've already bought the game i'm stuck what the fuck do i do okay all right uh she goes on to ask if you were going to start an official channel of your own let's plays what would be the very first game uh which you would do um, I'm gonna have to think about this one for a sec. If you guys have an answer, um, you know what was the what was the first video I would do if I started my own YouTube Let's Play channel? It yeah. would probably be, you know, honestly, I would probably do Alien Isolation or Grand Theft Auto Online. Okay, I, it's just too damn funny not to. But on the other side of it, Alien Isolation does kind of get you amped up and you know if i yelled if i screamed in fear of what was happening it would be genuine you know the tension would be real you know i could i could see throwing that down that'd be good i um i i have a hard time answering this because i don't think like else i you know i've streamed on twitch a couple times but as far as like doing like a let's play in this context i don't think i would ever do that because one of the reasons why i don't stream on twitch more personally is because i get so absorbed in the games i forget that there are people watching you me that i'm to supposed talk. to be interacting with yeah. right and so i feel like i'm boring frankly and so um so as far as just like recording myself playing through the game i mean like there are enough people out there doing that already i don't feel like i need to do that too so um I, if i had to pick something it would need to be something that's it would need to be something like Grand Theft Auto Online, where it's not just like the same game that everyone else is putting up, like the same story, the same missions, the same everything. It would need to be something that's um I mean, you know, where there's where there's enough going on that I can talk about it. Some um, spontaneity. Yeah, but but yeah. At the, yeah, exactly. But at the same time it's it's spontaneous and it's not just like the my version of the same thing that everyone else is doing sure, too. Sure. Um so it would need to be something like that. Um but again, not a big MMO or not, uh, you know, I don't really play online a lot. So there's it, it, Grand Theft Auto Online. Uh, I say that not having, having played it. So, I mean, you know, it's, uh, yeah, I'm, I don't really have a very good answer for this one. What about you, Goat? Uh, I'm following the same boat. Like, you've seen some of my streams, and I'm not a commentary guy, yeah. even though I do this. And, it, and I think it's more of I don't want to offend anybody with my... I'm sorry, what? I don't need I don't need the hate mail, and I don't need that. I don't mind it, but, like, why would I... Put it out there, but honestly, and I've noticed playing with John and stuff like that on GTA. That would be that would be one that would I would be all right with oh, because because the people who are going to watch GTA want commentary that I'd give. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, John's dying laughing because I'll be like, what the fuck? Why would you? Fuck yeah, off, dude. Are, and like, like, in the middle of a conversation, we'll be like, yeah, but we're going to do. Fuck you, pal. And, I'll, <laughs> yeah. and he's, like, he's like, what the hell's going on over there? I'm I like, could see not doing things like, like RPGs, JRPGs, yeah. or like I a, could even see why people would like you. You've done like, uh, you know, basically, uh, was it uh, Xbox Fitness or what is it? Oh, Shape, Shape Up. Up. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. The tech demo. That People was doing Let's Plays and stuff like that. That's yeah. entertaining because you've got like an extra See, right, yeah, element yeah. to I'd be, it. I'd be more like play with me, not Let's Play. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, that, that's kind of... Racing games, probably not so great. I don't think that I could, would want to sit there and just watch somebody race around <laughs> like a map yeah. on its own. You know what I Charlie mean? Charlie tried that too. It was not fun. Yeah, man. <laughs> Uh, Songbird asks, uh, what is the one thing you hate about Let's Plays the most? I think we probably covered that in the feature, so yeah. refer to our previous answers on that. Um, and if you could ask a Let's Player a question, who would it be and what would be the question? Um, Ooh, I would ask PewDiePie, how the hell did you do it? <laughs> like, like I, no, I, no, okay, serious answer? I would ask PewDiePie, maybe he's answered this already because I'm sure he's done plenty of interviews, but I would, I would honestly ask him, like, what do you think it was? Like, what do you think was the key to your... Um, I'll just use the word success. I mean, like, you know, what, uh, what, what do you think it was that got you to the, to the place that you are? And I would just, I would like to know what he thinks it is, frankly. I personally think it's word of mouth and luck. I think a lot more of it is luck than he probably wanted I mean, a great deal of it is viral, to be true. Yeah, yeah it's to, to, to be sure. You know? But um, even then, it needs to be something that catches people in the first place to make it go viral. And I would sure. just, I would, I would, I would sure. be I'm very curious to know what he would have to say about that, personally. Mm. That would be mine. Um, if I could pick a YouTube Let's Player to ask a question to, um, it, it would it would be kind of any one of the prominent YouTube Let's Play people. I would I would ask them kind of what I asked you guys this evening. Where do you see this medium being in five years, and what could you possibly contribute to it to improve it? That that would be the question I would ask them. Like a goat. Uh, I'd ask PewDiePie. At what point did the fame make him hate himself? <laughs> because it's 65 million viewers I don't care who you are there's a piece of you that dies every morning knowing that you're PewDiePie and 65 million people are on your every mo- move <laughs> who knows man I, maybe he's happy maybe he's jolly I, I think the answer to that question if if there is an answer mm-hmm. is right around the time where he turned off YouTube comments yeah yeah oh, honestly, maybe yeah. so <laughs> maybe um but yeah, uh, so thank you to Songbird and Ryan and everybody else. We got a lot of responses to our Yay, mailbag question this week. So. Apparently, apparently, people have thoughts on uh, YouTube Let's Play stuff. <laughs> Greatly appreciate it. Everybody. Our thank dick you. train ran through with a bulging, or a bulging mailbag. Oh, wow. Just vile. No. <laughs> that, no. And okay. sadly, it's still nicer than banging your husband. <laughs> oh, what are, where are you going? What are you doing? I'm making myself look good because our listeners take it below where I took it. My God. Coming man. out of the same mouth of the guy who said he didn't want to offend anybody. I don't want to offend anybody. Whoa, 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 I didn't say on, th- on this show, I'll offend everybody. Oh, okay, okay. On oh, Twitch, I don't want some random like five-year-old coming out and be like, oh, oh he's, he's playing this. scare the randos. <laughs> Got it. Well, as long as we're clear. So. Yeah. Yeah. And then their parents call me. I'm in court. And I'm like, maybe you should take your kid's iPad away. It just, it, it, it's, it's a slippery slope. My God, you sound like you've had this conversation before. <laughs> I have not. Legally been able to tell yes or no, <laughs> John. What do you got coming up? <laughs> uh, the only thing I got coming up right now, other than what I have plugged for villains in the last couple weeks, which is Anime Midwest Fourth uh, of July this coming year at uh, the Height Regency in Rosemont, is um, you know just the Midwest Gaming Classic with Gamerhead Radio doing a live show next Sunday. Oh, man, that's you took mine. 
I stole it. <laughs> what a strange coincidence. We yeah. all have the same yeah, thing going like, on. We're going to really, be the same place at the same time. For maximum week, exposure, for we could all three plug the same event, really, just to make sure people don't forget, you know. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I, I suppose that's an option. We can we can think about that as we go forward. <laughs> um, that's it, man. Okay. That's that's all I got coming up right now. All right, go. What do you have coming uh, up? Randomly, I'm going to be in Milwaukee next weekend for a live podcast. No kidding. <laughs> oh man. Uh, other than that, other things are brewing in the dark secret pot and cauldron that uh, they'll they'll show up and more. Keep getting at it. It's getting really deep. Like this recipe needs to get out of the oven. <laughs> um, it is. Um, I haven't. Um, is there any timetable that you can share as to when we can expect to hear something? Oh, by the end of the month, there's going to be a lot oh, of there's going to be a lot of things flowing out of this cauldron by the end of the month. Okay, good, excellent. good to know, good to know. Uh, on my side of the things, um, uh, again, um, uh, involved with the MLP MSP uh, My Little Pony convention, and uh, I almost said Milwaukee again. <laughs> Yeah, you did. It's hey, wait, you're going to be that, in Milwaukee uh, why, uh, earlier that could than be, that. Yeah, why, why would Milwaukee be on my mind? Could possibly oh, that's be. right. <laughs> it all comes back to Milwaukee this week, people. Yes, indeed. Um, and you should, too, be in Milwaukee. And Minneapolis, St. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Not simultaneously. Uh, I mean, if you can, that that's talent. Um, you, you must be the Flash. Um uh, but yeah, no. So um, uh, you know, it's uh, if anybody's has any sort of interest in the con, um, I can tell you that um, definitely pay attention to our Twitter feed this coming week because we're going to be announcing some more guests, and um, uh, it's it's uh, I'm pretty excited about a couple of these. Uh, yes, just a random question, and and, and this is me. Okay, like, obviously you're probably going to have the pony cast there. And, well, I mean, it's um, or some of them, but is there going to be like non pony guests? I mean, there are there are. Uh, pretty much all cons have cast members and, and cast and crew guests. Yeah, and but then they also have community guests. Like there, there, there are some people who are very okay, very so. famous in the community for um, making music or YouTube okay. videos or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I just and so to, I didn't know if it was like all ponies or if there's a little little extra on the side non pony. Oh um, no, these are pretty much dedicated pony conventions. Okay. Um, uh, any, any pretty much any content that's there has something to do with pony so, yeah, one way or another. So it's, po- it's 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 lassoed up, much like the ponies and all together. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 like a Star Trek convention. I mean, like if there's, you're not going to see a random Wookiee. <laughs> you might, but it would be weird. Uh, and my uh, little Wookiee. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to know, just to, just in case. Yeah. No. As, as an as an outsider, I was asking outside questions. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> and that's fine. I'm 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 glad that you did. Um. But yeah, also, um, just in case you guys weren't aware, uh, we're going to be performing live um, this coming Sunday <laughs> <laughs> in, uh, in, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin at the Midwest Gaming Classic, uh, which was specifically in Brookfield, Wisconsin, just outside of Milwaukee, uh, at the Cheriton Milwaukee Brookfield Hotel on Sunday, April 12th from 3 to 4 p.m. Um, uh, and uh, it, it's going to be a really good time. Um, you know, we're... Um, we're uh, we're we're definitely getting into um, we're we're trying to do more into these live shows because the last one we got such great feedback uh, from everybody that came out to our hundredth episode live spectacular that um, well we, we're doing more we decided to take on the road and go to a different state yeah pretty much um, so yeah it's gonna be a really good time I know we've uh, a couple of our fans have already mentioned that they're gonna be up there and uh, so we're looking forward to meeting some of you guys in person um, 
and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's uh, it's gonna be good. And especially if you like, um, well, really any kind of gaming possible. But I've also seen some of the pictures and some of the lists of some of the like old school arcade cabinets and pinball machines that are gonna be there. And um, I'm I'm I, I believe that I am safe in saying that your fifteen dollars for your Sunday admission will be well spent. Oh yeah, and not just because of us by any means. So no, uh, we're only icing on the cake. Yeah, we're only twelve fifty of that. So, so on that note, um, for next week's show, we are not going to have a mailbag per se. Um, we're we're uh, we're we're still putting together our lineup of our discussion that we're going to have for the live show because our 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 time slot is shorter than our average show is. So 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 frankly, we're still putting together our uh, our lineup for that. So no bag no mailbag for the next week. Um, uh, we will announce what our mailbag for two weeks from now is going to be uh, along with that show. So um, for next week, just go ahead and um, tune in. Oh, we will. Uh, we are told that internet bandwidth at the location is uh, less, considerably less than ideal. So the possibility of streaming the show, if we can, we will. If but I don't think we're going to be able to. However, we will be recording it um, on video to post later. So um, just so you guys know, you have that to look forward to as Next well. Next week's going to be a giant science experiment. Yes, yes, yes. I- indeed. Um, Bear with us on the change of format. And, 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 and let's give Charlie new. props now. When 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 we were notified that. And internet was closer to non-existent than existent <laughs> yeah he came with a plan b in in record time and we're gonna beta test this and it should be fun if there's any fires on live you'll be you'll see it <laughs> <laughs> why do you joke because i have to because i'm as nervous as you are <laughs> okay well good don't then. spook the tech guy because then he'll he'll lose sleep at night trying to come up with contingencies he'll come up with a plan b for the plan b what is this? This is beta 17.4. <laughs> Good God. Yeah. Uh, for my beer of the week, I'm just uh, going to say today we're enjoying um, a, a fine mixed 12 pack of uh, Reds, uh, Apple Ale, Strawberry Ale, and Hard uh, Iced Tea because it's getting to be summer again. And so um, some of these lighter, crispier uh, uh, beverages of the alcoholic variety are, um, well, it, it's nice to get back into those. Um, Light you know, and refreshing. Indeed. I've been drinking... It's nice that you're giving somebody uh, or a beer that isn't uh, uh, that's widely distributed. Oh sure, yeah. Well, I mean, I've already I've already you know plugged Steel Reserve. So yeah, you did. <laughs> Much and to this, your chagrin. This is a hell of a lot better than Steel Reserve. Yeah, take him up on this recommendation. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's what we're, that's what we're drinking today. And um, so yeah, I'm just uh, definitely glad that spring's here. I, I I love my stouts. I love my porters. I love my bourbon barrel aged like Imperial Russian stouts. But uh, a change is nice. So that's uh, that. That's my brew of the week. I can't really call it a beer because it isn't. But uh, yeah. And so with that, if you've liked what you heard, you can find us at GamerHeadRadio.com, at Facebook.com backslash GamerHeadRadio, at Google.com backslash plus GamerHeadRadio, and on Twitter at GamerHeadRadio, where I am at T-E-K Charlie, Goat is at Sir Goatsworth, and John is at The Fallon Flynn. Uh, email us at editors at GamerHeadRadio.com or call and leave us a message at 94926Gamer. Uh, you can download the official GamerHead Radio app on Google Play, on Android, uh, or subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, YouTube, Twitch, or with your podcast downloader of choice. By the way, I spent today um, adding us to a whole bunch of podcast directories that um, I, I have yet to hear of anybody having trouble finding our show, but I found that there were some directories which may or may not be widely used that we weren't listed on, so I added us to a whole bunch of directories today. If you guys... Well, if you're listening to us, I'm presuming you found us. But um, if you do happen to, if you do happen to find that there's a podcast directory, or downloader, or app, or whatever that we are not listed in, please let us know so we can fix that post haste. Thank you very much for listening. This has been yet another episode of Gamerhead Radio.
Today on Gamerhead Radio, Gamerhead Radio predicts that YouTube Let's Players will boycott Gamerhead Radio due to... Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and we just got to Easter egg. I was concerned. I was a little worried we didn't have an Easter egg for this week. And lo and behold, the gift that keeps on giving. Jesus Christ. 